The following episode of FOFOP is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. FOFOP advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Hang on, Letterman always had his chair Letterman's slightly chair, higher than other people. Letter, Letterman's chair was always a few inches higher. Like if you go back and look at any old thing, he's higher than everybody else. So his chair was always higher than the guest. Is that right? Yeah. It's yeah. interesting to me because he's quite a tall guy as well, isn't he's he? He's a tall guy. I never really understood it. He also keeps the um, studio like insanely cold. Yeah, I like that though. I must admit, I get I'm, that. I'm a subscriber to that. Yeah, because any... I mean, we all know for comedy, if it's warm... Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. It sucks the energy out of the room. Keep the jokes fresh. But the other thing is, the thing that, the thing that I... Because we have a... Like, I demand... Well, demand. I demand. You know, you know, <laughs> you know how demanding I can be, David? Uh, I demand. Uh, I like a, a cool studio for when we tape Gruen. And yeah. uh, part of the reason is that I do warm up for the show myself. So, well, Tommy Dean, uh, who's a brilliant Australian comedian, he does the initial warm-up, but then I come out as host and kind of do like a second warm-up, like take them up to show level. And because the nature of our show is quite technical as we make it, what I kind of need to do in that moment is kind of get the crowd and then I'm not really going to try to let go of them for the rest of the show. So that when we break something down, when we need to go by, I'm essentially going straight from the show back to those guys and we're having a constant sort of dialogue. That's that's basically the vibe that I want to go for. Some nights, if they're a little bit that not you know not quite as warmed up as you need them to be for that, I have to do a little bit of work. You know, yeah. I might do sort of five minutes, a little bit of you know meeting the crowd and sort of getting them revved up and running them through some things. And what you'll find is that you start to sweat a little. And then when you go to then when you go to sit down in your chair, like when you're in a suit and you're hosting TV and you feel like you're a bit sweaty, then it just feels like you're clammy and nervous. Oh yeah. And it feels like the audience at home kind of are getting a sense of you being clammy and nervous. Yeah. Even the idea that you might have to wipe like your top lip yeah. or your brow or something, and then suddenly people are like, "Oh, he's nervous." Yeah. I'm not. I just had to warm up this. I crowd. was just. I'm hot. I'm sweaty. <laughs> it's hot in here. Turn down the heat. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson, and uh, joining me, you've just heard from him for about two minutes, but oh. uh, you'll recognise the voice. Returning guest Charlie. Guest Charlie number one, of course, Dave hello. Anthony. Hello. Is here. Hello. How are you, Dave Anthony? I'm we good. have not spoken on this podcast for a for a little while, and people have been. Uh, people have been uh, pretty keen for you to get back on this podcast, <laughs> it's fair to say, because uh, some shit's been Why? going down in your country. My I haven't friend. been paying attention. What's been going on? Yeah, have you just checked out? That'd be good. I just got a new watch that I'm very excited about. Someone, it's my birthday's coming up, and someone bought me a fancy watch. Hang on, they bought you a pre-birthday Shino- it's a Shinola. Present? Yeah, they did. I mean, okay, family member, something like that. Is that of close sort of, friend? Close yeah, friend. Close friend. Yeah. But still, like, didn't wait to give it to you till your birthday. 
No, they said because uh, they're not. They can't be there uh, at the party, so they just said, "Yeah, this is the good time." Because the party's this weekend, right? But but your birthday's not even until after that, right? So party. My birthday. I'm I'm out of town for my birthday, right? So, you like, know. was it in a, like a gift or something, like in a, like a little wrapping or something? Is there any chance that you were meant to just keep it in the wrapping? No, no, no. They gave until... it to me. And no, no. I, no, I met with them and they gave it to me. Right. Yeah. I wasn't going to see them otherwise. So. Okay. And they were like, open it up now. Yeah. And yeah, this open is a... it up now. Put it on. I want to see it on you. And I'm a big fan of this company because this company is called Chainola and they started a business in Detroit uh, to keep, to give people jobs and at first they just started doing watches and then they've so expanded and they've created like a thousand jobs in Detroit, which is desperately needed. And they're, they're, they're like, they like make watches and handbags and shit like that. Okay. It's nice. a super cool company. Yeah. And, uh, did you get a matching handbag to go I with did it? I get a matching handbag. No. I wanted one. Uh, are you a watch guy? I noticed uh, here's something I notice, and maybe this is a weird thing for me to say, um, you're wearing it on your right arm. Is that like an unusual thing to do? Yeah. Yeah. Always have though. I don't know why. I also, when I cut my food, I cut my food like a left-handed person. So these two things, for whatever reason, I've just always done this way. And people are always like, it's on the wrong. I'm like, I don't know. It feels better over here. Right. Well, that's, that's well, this is my right hand. Why yeah. wouldn't I have my watch on my right hand if I'm right-handed? I mean... It's I don't a understand point, why would you have it over here? Like, do you have it over here because you're right-handed? So the idea is that the watch should not be on the hand that you use the most. Yeah, that's right. But that doesn't. But it feels weird over here. It does. Does it though? Like, I mean, I guess they think you're doing more things with your right hand. So, say for example, when you're having your beer, you don't necessarily want to be reminded what time it is, and you have to go home to the family. <laughs> or maybe when you're punching someone in the face, you right. don't want them to know what exact time it was for the police report. Yeah. Or maybe you know you don't want to time how long it takes you to masturbate. When like, I there's a whole range of things. I'll go in lefty uh, on some of those things. Right. When I strangle someone, I use my left hand. I mean, surely to strangle somebody, you need both hands, Do you know how long right? it takes to strangle you... a human being? Do you have okay. any idea how uh, long it takes to put your hands on someone's hands. neck if I and, both kill, hands and kill them? And killed them. How, how long do you think that takes? For me or for the Anybody, average person? Just, just the average strangler. <laughs> I would say the average person, it takes 30 seconds. And for me, it would take like four or five minutes. <laughs> So to kill someone by strangulation yeah. takes about 15 minutes. 15 minutes? <laughs> no way. Yeah. So that means anytime you see someone strangled in a movie, they should do it in real time because you could go to the bathroom, you could get something to eat, you could come back, and then the strangling would just be wrapping up. But it's 15 minutes to actually kill. Do you actually apply kill. the same amount of pressure for 15 minutes? Yeah. Uh, there's no way I can strangle anyone. <laughs> There's no way I could literally it's keep gotta, my hands around someone's neck for plus the 15 person, minutes. Now, also remember, the person is staring at you. So, right. like 30 seconds. Like when it, do they shut the their heat. eyes, though? I don't know when they shut their eyes. I yeah. haven't gotten that information. Sh shut but your who eyes. Knows? Shut your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> they might never shut their eyes. They may just keep their eyes open. Mm -hmm. But if you're, if you, in the heat of the moment, you're like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then you yeah. start killing the person. Like, seven minutes later, you're like, man, I don't know. This might be a bad decision. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Got to be honest, I didn't realize it was going to take so long, and I've had some time to I really regret. Uh, Plus, I'm hungry now. <laughs> my arms hurt. It's <laughs> like a thing. lot. Like, I'm going to be so sore tomorrow. I realized it was in the shoulders so much in the <laughs> shoulders, too. Like, 
Like I'm working, my whole upper body is getting. If I knew workout. I was going to strangle someone today. I definitely would not have gone to the gym this morning because <laughs> I. This is just too much for one day. It's a lot. I didn't know they should have strangulation uh, workout places around town. Oh, stranglers! What? Come on. Well, you know the like the exercise, right? It's one of those things that like sometimes people theme their exercise in a way that it makes it more compelling to do, right? Pro- so they crossfit. have like soul cycle or yeah. like the people who climb up walls. You yeah. know, there's always some fitness place where it's like, you know, climbing up walls and yeah. stuff like that, right? So maybe you're kind of combining an exercise regime with like the idea of like an escape room style fantasy yeah. experience, right? Yeah. Where you have to sort of the, the panic room. Well, you have to exercise people out of like, so it's an escape room, but instead of having to like solve clues and stuff to get out, yeah, you're like, you well, to... firstly, you have to strangle this guy. And you strangle And then your... you have to like stab this guy. That'd yeah. be pretty fun. And yeah. it's also a workout. Yeah. This is a great idea for America. I mean, this is, this is not bad, right? Yeah. It's the purge workout. <laughs> <laughs> purge by- it out. Come on, purge it out, Jimmy. Strangle that guy. <laughs> Body by purge. Your your trainer's just screaming horrible things. <laughs> he thinks you're a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think uh, the purge will be organized when it inevitably becomes uh, before the end of this year? Well, I, yeah, I mean it's coming. So yeah, that's interesting. I think that it'll be uh, more uh, not necessarily government, but uh, private, uh, more a private thing. Right. Yeah. It'll start locally. Yeah, it'll start locally. It'll be a yeah. p- private situation. Maybe clubs. <laughs> <laughs> when do I go to Australia? Oh, man. So, okay. So, here's the thing. It it, it, it seems like we're at a point. Now, it's it, but from when we're recording this to when people will be hearing this, it will be about two weeks. And well, in well. The, right. <laughs> and in the world that we live in now... Who the fuck knows what that means? Yeah. I was, I was talking to Gareth about this, but the idea that like a week ago, like probably a week ago, uh, Donald Trump went on Twitter and pretty much tried to start a nuclear war with North Korea on Twitter. And we've stopped talking about that because so much crazy shit has happened in the last week that we've just stopped talking about so, the idea of impending uh, nuclear doom. So that never, that didn't bother me. Because I didn't think it was anything but bluster. Like, so North Korea does that all the time. Like, that's North yeah. Korea's jam. Like, they're like, we're going to bomb you. We're going to. And then Trump did it. And I was like, that's not, it's not, no one's taking. And all these people, they were like, nuclear experts say that Kim could set off a bomb. And you're like, what do nuclear experts know about psychology of a guy who's the head of a cult? Like, no one knows what the fuck that guy's thinking. No, but I, the one thing I would say is that basically he uses the military as their greatest PR. Like, yes. you know, arm, right? And it gives him a great opportunity to tell the ridiculous story that he tells to the people of North sure. Korea that they need to put more and more money into funding nuclear weapons Absolutely. instead of feeding the people because yeah. America, the great enemy of the West, yeah. is coming to get them. And Donald Trump went on Twitter and pretty much... Yeah. Like, I mean, normally in North Korea, they just make it up anyway. Right. Like, Kim Don't Jong- need to. Kim Jong-il was famous for have, having won, like, Olympic medals and directed Oscar-winning films and stuff, according yeah. to the people of North Korea. Right. So, but this time, they didn't even need to dummy no. it up. Nothing. Just just put Trump's words out there. There you go. But here's the deal about Trump and nuclear weapons. Anybody who thinks Trump still has access to 
the button is out of their fucking mind. Yeah, that, they've taken the they've real, taken that they've shit taken away the from real him. codes away from him. No, he doesn't. He there's yeah. no way the military. You know, there's a talk, there's definitely talk of like when is the military going to do something and make a move here. But um, well, they call it the nuclear football, don't they? That's yeah, the, it's a guy, and they've just given him a real football. Well, and they've told him, and they've written the word nuclear on it. They put a K in the middle because that's how he spells it. <laughs> and they're like, "That's a nuclear." They football. actually let him play catch yeah. with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's out the back playing catch with it. <laughs> well, at one point, they they actually took pictures of the guy who has the nuclear. They're not supposed to, right? They're, they're, he's supposed to be a guy you never see. And then he, they were down at Mar Lago, the brothel, and people on, there. The brothel? It's a brothel, and the people <laughs> just took pictures of the guy with the fucking nuclear football. Like it was just. So I, I want to back back just one second on the the brothel. What what do you mean it's a brothel? Like because here's I mean this is the great world that we okay. live in now. He's only been in the job six months, and there is so many crazy things about him and what he does that things like this just slip through the cracks. So this is one that I'm not familiar with. Okay, so I'll when use. When you say it's a brothel, what do you mean by that? I will use allegedly in this conversation. Yeah, okay, so allegedly I have a friend who is um, good friends with Russell Simmons, and uh, Russell Simmons. Uh, goes down to this place called Mar-Lago. And the reason he does that is because uh, uh, lots of very rich people go down to this place and they bring their weekend uh, uh, women that they have purchased, right? Okay. So it's sex workers, wow. high-end, that you fly in from all over the world and you go down there and you fuck them with your buddies. Right. So one, so it's 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 less a brothel and more you have to. It's kind of like a bring your own restaurant. It's a bring your own. They've got a license, but <laughs> but you have to bring your own. But I guarantee you that they are also women around right. there that you providing know, those services. Sure, sure. So uh, so at one point uh, he uh, allegedly uh, was having sex with a woman, and Trump was having sex with a woman, and Trump said, "Hey, I would like that woman. Uh, I I enjoy her." And Russell Simmons says, "Well, let's trade." And uh, that uh, that became the first lady. Well, that is the art of the deal. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. So nuclear war, you weren't as concerned about because I don't think he has any access to that. Look. He, I mean, he's the, got he's got two generals around him who yeah. who have said it's out in the public now that they don't want him to be alone. So if that's true, he doesn't have fucking access to this shit anymore. Right. The military is not stupid. It would not be responsible of them to. It would not at all be responsible no. for a guy with dementia who is insane to have. A, he doesn't have access to it. I'm, I'm sorry, but there's just no world in which that's happening. Yeah. OK. I, so, I feel relieved by that. And that makes a yeah. lot of sense. to yeah. me. So. OK. So. America, what what's going on? <laughs> we should actually just have a separate podcast called America. What's going oh, on? Oh, I mean, no. I think that podcast would have a massive audience. Oh my god! I mean, huge. people are desperate to know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> so, uh, does anyone know what? What are you most concerned about? What's what what what's the top of your list of priorities at the moment about what's what's the most concerning thing to you about what's going on in America? Uh, yeah, it's really hard to pinpoint that one. I mean, the biggest problem, if I were to sit back and look at everything that's going on, the biggest problem in my mind are the Democrats mm. because they are just like someone has to fight for the the people who aren't 
being fought for the workers and the and the people without money and like the mass the mass of americans someone has to start fighting for them and that was always their job and they they gave up on it and started working for companies so until they decide to actually fight then they will cede all of that to the right wing and then you're headed towards uh, authoritarianism and Nazism and everything else. But then you're look, in a is, fascist world. Is that not already happening though? Like, I mean, yes. it feels to me like that's that exactly idea the path like, run. Like all the things, like we're six months in. Yeah. Like even just on this term, he still has like, you know, another five times what what, what we've already jammed in. What's he, already happened so far, he's got. And this is a guy who literally the other day, you know, th- that, that famous press conference after he's had, like, after Charlottesville, where he's essentially given a wink and a dog whistle to the white supremacists. More than right? that. <laughs> well, for, but on first pass. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, the first pass. First pass, yeah. wink and a dog whistle. Yeah. A couple of days later, someone's eventually sort of said to him, you know, no, 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 you've got to, like, say white supremacists are bad. So yeah. he, he barely manages to say that, but he kind of does. But he's mad that he had to. He, so bad. Like, 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 a, like a six-year-old kid who had to apologize to someone for punching him he's mad that he had to right and then they they i who is fucking managing any of this because they give they, they put can't. him they put him in in front of a press conference that's meant to be about infrastructure yeah like literally i mean come on bull, bull in a china shop yeah like why would you do that like why but he decides he's just gonna randomly take questions and field them in the I mean, in a way... Okay, so so here's the problem with that scenario, which is obviously why would they let him out in front of people in that situation? You're talking about a guy who's wanted to do nothing his entire life but be in front of a camera. Right. So now you have a guy with dementia uh, uh, whose father was a fucking KKK member and who is uh, a history of just being one of the most racist motherfuckers ever. He's a horrible human being on many levels. Who wants to be in front of the camera and has dementia. So he can't control himself. He cannot control what he is going to say. There is no off button in this human being. Well, th- this is the thing about it is, like, he manages then to double back, like, go worse than he gone the first time around. Yeah, because now he's saying what he really wanted to say the whole fucking time. Which is, like, I mean, he literally was just like, like the kid, like you said, this is so unfair. And, like, you know, it was actually their fault. Yeah. It was their fault as much as it was, it was our fault. Yeah. And, like, they shouldn't get blamed. But then, on the way out, manages to plug his fucking golf business or whatever that he has down there or whatever the fucking <laughs> business is. And you're like, it wasn't the wine business. Oh, the wine business. Which isn't even real. The company that owns the wine company is like, he has nothing to do with this business. What, but, okay. He made that up. You know why? Because he has dementia. Well, he keeps making things up. I'm going to stand. Like phone calls to the fucking scouts and stuff. Like every single thing he does, he'll just say, I had this great phone call to the scouts. And the scouts are like, yeah, yeah, we didn't have a phone call. Like, why, <laughs> why did you even need to bring that up, mate? Okay. Like, so, so my point is it's illegal for him to plug his own businesses like in the office of president. He well, consists- it isn't though. It isn't though if no one's enforcing the rules. So... So, well, that's another problem. That's a big problem with America is Obama didn't enforce the rules. Did any of the bankers go to jail? So why the fuck do you think uh, this guy should go to jail for anything? He's literally taking your playbook and he's using it. You didn't fucking prosecute anybody. So fuck off about he should be impeached because you didn't do shit to the fucking bankers. You know, fuck you. You don't get to have rules for certain people and rules for others. It's everybody or it's not. Well, or no, I mean, this is just following the same playbook, which, which is there's one set of rules for the rich and powerful and there's another set of rules for everybody else. That's because right. Because that's what happened with the bankers. You know, like... That's right. But he, a, like, 
what's that? Uh, there's some saying like uh, you know if you uh, if if you owe the bank a hundred thousand dollars, it's your problem. If you owe the bank ten million dollars, you know it's their problem yeah. or whatever. And it's like it's one of those things with the banks that we've just set up this society because of the way that the banks operate here. Very like I mean the great thing about here is. You had an opportunity to learn a really important lesson about the banking system, uh-huh. and you just decided not to. No, we decided not to at all. Let's not do that. <laughs> you know what? These guys, these banks are super important, so maybe we shouldn't mess with them. So they can just be criminals? I mean, you know, they'll be better because they get that they did bad. That's why. How, how do they go, get they did bad? Well, they made a lot of money and everyone suffered, so they know. It's like when people like justify Trump by saying, well, Wall Street's up. And you're like, yeah, yeah, Wall Street's up. Yeah. That's not good. No. The reason Wall Street's up is they've got a guy in there who's saying, hey, Wall Street, you can do whatever you whatever want to fuck, do. Whatever. And it turns out Wall Street is in favor of his position on that. <laughs> <laughs> so look, so he's, oh, he's, 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 he's un- uncontrollable and he can't control what comes out of him. It's dementia. When you have dementia... You know, there's there's all these emotions that are raging up, and and he is can't dementia control... giving him too much credit that he's just not terrible. No, because I've I've talked to a couple of people who have had relatives with dementia, and during the election, they're like, "This guy is like my dad. This guy mm-hmm. has dementia." And if you go back and look at old Trump, it's a different human being. I mean, look, he was always a fucking bastard, but he was also very lucid and a very very good speaker. That is all gone. Now he now I'm actually thinking about starting a show yeah. or a podcast, but it might be a state show called What is Trump Saying? And the idea is to just take stuff that he has said because there's transcripts and try to have someone uh, have a panel or whatever and try and have them figure out what he's talking about. Because his paragraphs, when you read them, that come out of his mouth don't make any sense whatsoever. Whatsoever. Well, he, he, I mean... The thing that fits this, and I'm skeptical of you know, um, you know, the, it, people's ability to diagnose things who aren't medical professionals. Sure. But for the sake of the, you know, thing, there are certain characteristics that you're absolutely right because he does feel like that old man yelling at the clouds occasionally, yeah. which is like he has these ideas in his head. That recent press conference was a really good example. He clearly had talking points that yes. had been given to him about like, over and you know, over about you know the alt left and about yeah. both sides. And permits was a great example. You know, he had this idea in his head about permits, and that'll be. And then he just started kind of almost just yelling permits at people. Yeah, and you were just like, oh, this is like. You assume that everybody has the same information as you and is having the same thoughts as you, and you're just yelling random words out. Yeah, there. he is. He is yelling random yeah. words. Like, and and his brain is such that, like, he'll be saying something, and then it triggers something else. Right. So he's talking, and then a word or something is triggering him, and all of a sudden he's talking about the wine thing, and there is no actual association. But in his brain, which is clearly messed up, there is an association of some kind. That word triggered that. So there's a there's a podcast called. Chapo Trap House, which I'm a huge fan of, and they're very lefty guys, and they make fun of pretty much everyone who's to the right of them, which is everybody. Yeah. But the other day I was listening, and one of them brought up the fact that Trump said um, insurance costs $12 a year or a month, $12 a month. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And everyone's like, what the fuck? One of the Chapo guys, Chapo guys was watching Fox, and I've seen this commercial a million times, and a commercial came on about Gerber's babies. Right. You can get extra supplemental insurance for your baby through Gerber's for $12 a month. That's where he fucking got it from. Right. That's what his brain is. His brain sees things, He insurance, he's talking about insurance, all of a sudden it spits out the $12 thing because 
it's kind of grabbing things and pulling them in to make a sense of the world and it just doesn't work. I mean, you've pretty much just described this podcast. (laughs) But then again, I wouldn't let anybody (laughs) let us run the world either. So, Oh, good God, no. If we ran the world, there would just be a lot of Googling. Who is it? What did... Okay, what did he do? Look him up. The Prince of what? Google. But what happens next? That's the thing that I'm terrified about. Okay, where, so... Where does this go from there, here? There's some options. Um, there's the option of wait it out. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I don't know. In my, in my opinion, Trump isn't the problem. Here's my worst case scenario. Yep. Trump uh, is out of office, however. The Democrats take over. They don't change at all. The guy who watched Trump, who's actually the evil, most Hitler motherfucker in the world, then jumps in, and now we're, now we're off. Now, because if the Democrats don't fucking change how they govern, the next guy that comes in is going to be the most evil, vile thing you've ever seen on the face of the fucking earth. Well, that's the great thing about Trump so far is it turns out that the one good thing that we've had in, in kind of in his favor is his complete lack of competence. Yeah. Because if they had been able to pass or get through or any of the actual, some of these, yeah. I mean, essentially they've announced a lot of things, you know. But I they mean, can't get it but through because they're, they're horrific. But also it they're, seems like they aren't thinking them through. Like, for yeah. example, just a- announcing a transgender ban on Twitter and right. then the military just gone, yeah, no, we're just going to go about uh, our business unless, you know. Yeah, we're not going to do that. No. And he's like, no, it'll save money. Like, no, it's actually gonna yeah. it's actually gonna cost us millions of dollars to do that. We're not gonna do that. Yeah. Like he they don't think their plans through. They they had this idea of shock and awe of just of just hitting us with all this stuff. And all it did was woke everybody up and made us shut down airports. And you know, we're, you know, on our side we're like, look, if you want to play the game, we'll play the fucking game. We can hit him hard if if everyone if he keeps pushing the pushback will be extraordinary. Like you just saw what happened with the the Nazis in in Charlottesville. You know, last night there was the number of people that were out there. Like that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a massive response. Here here's the scariest thing: impeachment. Because during the election, he said. If Hillary, they were talking about something about if she won the election or if she stole the election, he was like, you know, we have Second Amendment rights. You know, everyone's got their Second Amendment rights. So he, he already, before anything had happened, before he was in office, he had already threatened violence. So if you're going to impeach him, he's going to tell people to kill people. He's going to tell his followers well, he, he, to pick up their guns. Well, but he won't have to. He'll just like you know, dog whistle, and David Duke will tell them, or Richard Spencer will tell them. Or well, but like- but it's just as bad. It's yes, you're right, and that will happen because they've already, you know, James Woods and all these other motherfuckers have gone out and said, let's start a civil war if they try to take him down. Like they've already said it. They've been tweeting it. So, but if Trump does it, it's on. Like then the militias come rolling out of the fucking hills, and then it's then it's a thing. So impeachment is the worst idea you can do because that is a long drawn out process in which a man who is insane then at the end of it goes, oh, my God, I'm getting kicked out of office and I have 
the most extraordinary narcissism we've ever seen in a human being. So I'm going to burn this fucker down. Also, just for America's reputation, like, I mean, you know, I, I feel like, you know, one civil war, fool me once, you know. <laughs> but, but two, suddenly you're the country that has a fucking pattern for getting into civil wars. Yeah, we do. And this is, you know, this is the same civil war. It's never ended. So uh, that's the bad. The best thing that can happen is the 25th Amendment, which is his cabinet can remove him. And say he's not fit for office. Now, but what do they need to say that they haven't seen already? That would well, that's just that it. I mean, for office. look, Reagan. They kept Reagan in office, and Reagan was uh, uh, he had Alzheimer's and he was crazy. Like he was, he was, he was seriously affected by Alzheimer's, and they they kept him in office because like we can control him. But at some point, you just got to go. No, let's just put, let's just take this guy out. Unfortunately. Then it goes to the then it goes to the whole divide of facts thing where they have an alternate reality that they live in. So we're we're a country in in which there's two realities. I've always heard people say America's not always, but a lot of people have said to me America's just going through what a lot of other countries have gone through. No, no country's ever gone through this because there's never been two different realities in one country. Like there's been differing opinions, and I don't like that person. I don't I don't like this culture in this. There's never been two realities. There's two realities. I mean, it's interesting to me because that is part of the the problem, right? You see the polling numbers and, yeah, there are still amongst the base of Trump, you know, really high support levels, you know, for people because they watch Fox News and they're in these support systems where they only read one version of what's happening in the world. Yeah. And it does seem like, I mean, the level of denial you have to, like the way that you have to organise your life to live in a bubble where you can't see Trump doing anything wrong. I mean, it's, it is, you're, you're sta standing side by side, like catching the bus with, you're going to work with some people who just live in a complete uh, other reality to you. Well, so, so I don't know if they don't think that Trump is doing something wrong. I, I just think that our government has failed working class people. And, you know, that's not even his base. His base is rich people. But this country has failed people on such a level that Trump isn't necessarily, it's not that he's doing something wrong. It's that the alt alternate alternative to them is right. just fucked. Well, that's where it's got to, right? And that's where I think there's some validity to what you're saying about the point about the Democrats is the idea that it feels like in this country, people hate the Democrats, like, you know, people of that side, yes. it's about how much they hate the Democrats Yes, as much. And that's why they were like, you know, it's, it was anybody but Hillary or anybody but the Democrats. You know I mean? That was what it was rather than it being necessarily about the idea that they really believed in Trump, but yeah. they did not believe in the system. And he was purporting to be anti the system. And they were like, well, that'll do. That'll do. We hate the system so much that we are willing to take a risk on this guy or, just because he, he says he also hates the system. Or maybe not even a risk. It's very possible they were just saying, hey, I'm trying to slap you in the face to wake you the right. fuck up. Well, it's got to the point where either he'll make a difference or he'll, you know, some, he'll, he'll just burn this shit down. Right, which either way, they're like, well, it's burning down slowly anyway, and right. I'm, I'm suffering and slowly, so why don't we do it fast? Well, they're kind of like, well, I'm, it's burning where I am right now, and yeah. people can't feel the heat of that right now, so fuck it. The, right. the rest of it can be on fire as well. Well, I think that, that's more the thing because sometimes when people go, like people go, well, they want to burn it down. The argument to that that you'd hear is, well, that's selfish because you know when it, when it gets burnt down, yeah, you know, other people suffer because yeah. of the nature of that. 
But the truth of it is that the ones who really want to burn it down are the ones who are already on fire. Yeah. That's the problem. They right. want everybody else to fucking join them in the yeah. fire because they think, well, you know what? If you see how hot it is here in the fire, you might fucking start doing something about the fact that we're already on fire. Yeah, imagine if you worked in a, in a factory and that factory closed and now you're on welfare and it looks like you'll be on welfare for your, the rest of your life and the Republicans are talking about getting rid of welfare and then you fucking look out and Silicon Valley is, is having a massive money party. Like, Yeah, the, I mean, they just... It's got, just yeah, the, insane. You, you, you read the newspaper and somebody just paid $5 million for a company that can send you a text that says yo or something. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? Some, like, some app where they put like a unicorn horn on your face on a filter <laughs> and it's worth like $30 million. The, ju- the juice one. Right. Where they, where they, a juicer and all you have to do is open the bag and squeeze it in. Like that's all that's happening. And that's a $200 million company. Like people out there who used to make shit are like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. And, and everyone says, well, it's, it's technology, but it's not. It, look, 70,000 factories have closed down, not to technology. They've gone south of the border. Sure, technology is a huge, huge part of it, but our trade technology our trade is has a huge terrible. part of it, and technology will become a huge, a part much of bigger it. part of that's, it. That's, I mean, that's forward. the thing. Like, yeah. I mean, there's been a real combination of factors that have led to, you know, manufacturing going out of countries like America and yeah. Australia. But in the future, what we're seeing from now on is that technology is only going to make that stuff worse, not better, in regard to those jobs, you know, well, being not there anymore. People always say like. Uh, well, you know, globalization and, and you got to, you know, these companies have to do what they need to do. And it's like, oh, really? So why can't um, doctors get an education across the board in Mexico at an accredited university? Why can't lawyers get a very cheap, cheap, cheap education right across the border? Oh, it's just working class people that have to suffer that? None of the actual... Well, I mean, the higher ones, class people, they don't have they don't have to suffer that thing. But well, but it's absolutely the case. And like the idea that these companies like certainly worldwide have had the capacity to go into a country like, you know, not pay taxes because they set up their tax arrangement that they're, yeah. you know, that they're out of Singapore or Ireland or whatever. So they'll come into Australia. All the phone shops will shut down because the Apple store you know, moved into town or whatever. Yeah. But Apple, who are taking money out of the economy aren't putting those taxes back into the economy. They've just got a giant vacuum where they're taking that money somewhere else. Now, the way that businesses and society and, you know, capitalism, if it can work, is meant to work, you know, well, no, technically the way it's meant to work is the way it's working. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it's a terrible system. But if there's a version of that that you can make work, the idea is that, you know, when you buy things and you pay for things, money gets taxed out of that that goes into the roads that people use to get the things to the shop and the hospitals and the schools and all these sort of things. But these big companies are coming and sucking all the money out of the economy and not giving back hospitals and schools and roads and all these things. Jobs, you know. They just take it all. And that was always the the knock on uh, immigrant communities in, in that like, you know, a bunch of people from El Salvador would come here and they would work and then they would just send all the money back home. Uh, uh, but that's a much smaller uh, amount of money than you're talking about than fucking Apple or any of those. Right. And then other companies have just gone to Dubai and been like, oh, we won't be an American company anymore. We'll just have our headquarters here. Like, it's fucking crazy. So so the Democrats have been enabling this. And, they're, and the reason people are so mad at Democrats is because they're supposed to be the people fighting for you. And they've just lost so many over the years people that would vote for them they're just gone. And those people aren't voting Republican. They're just not voting anymore. Those people so, are just gone. 
because the Democrats are, you know, the 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 movie where uh, like one example is, you know, they a guy goes, hey, we we've got uh, some guys trapped out there in Afghanistan and you got to go get them. But we got to keep this off the books and uh, and I'm going to send you in there. And I'm going to uh, we're going to get you out. And then they, the troop goes in and they get them out and they and they come back and then and then they find out that all their troubles while they were trying to get him out was because this guy was narking and trying to get them all killed. You know, that, that whole movie, those are what the fucking Democrats are. The Democrats are the guy that you trust that, that is telling you everything's good. And then they're actually fucking murking you. Like that's, that's the reality of the situation. There is a great argument to be made that like in the way that our societies are now set up, uh, you know, and in Australia too, you know, not the same extent as America, but certainly following the same patterns sure. you know, as America, which is this idea that capitalism, again, like it's one, it's a very simple thing. Capitalism is a, a really great method to move a third world economy into a first world economy. Sure. It's the quickest way that there is. You bring in free trade and it all, you know, that it kind of for a while works, but it's like bringing in cane toads there's no natural enemy of capitalism right. and what ends up happening with it by the very nature of what it is it just eventually means that a small amount of people have everything yeah and and that's what i mean i was like if capitalism works properly no that's actually how capitalism works right. properly that's how it's meant to work that's right. what makes it successful at the early levels it means that you can go from not you know having an idea and having a thing and then having it grow and building a business and all those sort of things that are you know necessary you know, right. to a certain extent for the way we live in our society but the problem is that we just don't cap it there. Yeah. You know, this idea that, you know, these, this, a CEO can be earning, you know, hundreds and thousands of times what the people who are actually no. making the product or doing the work it's are insane. earning. Like, it's just insane. It's not how the world no, should it, work. And it, it's also, will, it won't work that way. It will collapse. It's also terrible for the economy. Yeah. Because if you give a poor person $100, here's what they're going to do. They're going to put it straight back into straight their economy. In. They're not going to send it to another country. No. They're not going to put it in a bank account. They're not going to... If you give people, 100,000 people enough to buy a pair of blue jeans, they'll buy a pair of blue jeans. Yeah. You give one person all that money, they might buy 10 pairs of jeans, but they're certainly still never buying 100,000 pairs of jeans. Yeah. It just doesn't work like that. No. It's good for the boat industry, you know what I mean? But otherwise, you know, it's one of those things where you're just like, it, this is not how our society is meant to operate. What are we as human beings that we think that anyone in the world is worth so much more than everybody else in the world. No, it's we have been and conned. They're, and they're and conned. they're and and sorry, Trump is the greatest example of how fucking stupid these guys are. There's so many rich people that were just born rich, and they're fucking idiots. Idiots. They don't. They Doesn't don't offer anything of value. No. They're just fucking morons. So, so the idea that these these CEOs have this 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 great skill level is fucking horseshit. They just fell into those fucking jobs. We we could teach. I mean, it's it's trading places. We could teach shitloads of people to be fucking CEOs in a month. You just you just fucking sit them down and teach them about the fucking company. And I'm sorry, business is not that hard to fucking figure out. I think we should bring in the Brewster's. Mil if I was running things, this is what I would bring in: the Brewster's Millions rules about life. So it's essentially a take on death yeah. taxes, right? Death duties, yeah. right? Because the idea is like inheritance. The system of inheritance is what's at the heart of what we're saying here. Yes. The idea that you get to keep everything that you earned at the end of your life means that people are never starting out on an equal footing right. to be able to have that opportunity. Say we lived in a society where you, you, the rule is you can't take it with you. Right. So 
you're allowed to like if you earn that money in your lifetime we all kind of start with scratch with a certain amount of like you know money yeah but then it goes back into consolidated revenue at the end if you haven't spent it right right there may be a certain amount you can leave to your kids or whatever but we cap it at like a everyone can start out or everyone in society because everyone all the money goes back into the general pool right yeah everyone starts out with their kids with a hundred thousand dollars each or two hundred thousand dollars each or whatever it is that we've decided that everybody gets and then from there it's a bit more of an even race but if you've earned heaps of like if you've had a good career and earned heaps of money in your lifetime if you can spend as much of it as you want before you die yeah because it goes back into the economy spend it all but when you die that's it that's it yeah it's gone it goes back into general revenue yeah well that's democracy right and then everybody gets to kind of have uh, you know, at least an opportunity because nobody wants to say it's bad to aspire. Like it's great. Humans have evolved because people have had dreams and aspirations and have wanted to be better than other people and create things and all these sort of things. They're important things and there's nothing wrong with that. And there's something in our very human nature that wants to do that. But at least we could start everybody equal first. Yeah. It, it, I don't know if you guys have this in Australia, but in America, the whole American dream, which you probably heard about, you know, anybody can be anything. But there, but the way our society is built, it's that you're never satisfied. Right. You're never happy. Like you, there's always something better that you can be instead of just teaching like the Buddhist way, which is well, okay, you got you got you got what you got, and let's 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 try to deal with what it is, and and but there's this, but it just creates this striving to to be this big powerful thing with the the hot wife and the hot car or whatever but, the fuck it is but dave that's capitalism right it is capitalism the, but we are no, extreme level at of the it. very heart because you're the most capitalist society in the entire world yeah you are literally a society that has been defined by advertising and marketing this is a yeah. country that spends 30 percent more on advertising and marketing than any other country in the world you launch your biggest brand ads during the most watched tv show of the year <laughs> yes. and people sit around and talk about their game at the super bowl as much as they do the ads in between this is a country where everybody has a personal brand a sponsor a logo your royal family are the kardashians who were created yeah. as instagram stars and celebrities to sell products to people this is a country like you know the language of this country is capitalism and at the very heart of capitalism is the idea that you can never be satisfied because being satisfied is no good for capitalism. Right. If, if, I, if I sell you a washing machine and it never breaks, then my washing machine business actually eventually goes out of business right. because no one needs another washing machine. If, if, if you are happy with your appearance and how you feel, how can I sell you makeup? How can I sell mm. you like you know, something better to wear? How can I sell you a better car if you're happy with the car that you already have? It is inherent in the system that people can never be satisfied with what they have because yeah. otherwise, why would they want to buy the something next thing. else? And it just create it creates a fucking horrific society. Like it's always so funny to me when I because obviously oh, I'm, I'm going to check that. I'm going to pause just for a second. So we had a break and the reason we had a break was that my uh, phone buzzed and I thought, well, that'll be my next guest, Laura House, because we were going to do a separate faux fault. But what we've decided to do is just tag Laura into this conversation. So this is, I mean, this is like, I mean, for me, this feels like a little WWE wrestling, you know, like it's like some sort of tag in. But nobody's leaving. Yeah. That makes it different. Oh, no, oh, you're leaving. Oh, wait. No, why would I, how am I tagging in and then leaving? Well, you just got tagged It just out. seems rude. You got, <laughs> you got into the ring and you went, oh, no, no it's no. too much. No, I'm here. I'm queer. Get used to me. 
And I'm not, I'm not queer. But you I mean, are. It's just yeah. a fun chant. It's just a fun way it's to a start chant. a chant. It's you a are in chant. West Hollywood as yeah. well, so yeah. it's, it's a good fun chant for this, yeah, this <laughs> part of the world. It is. Yeah, that's my battle cry today. All right, so you were talking about uh, how you love Trump. Well, we were talk- I was listening into the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretending a podcast is radio. No, I was listening on the way over. Yeah, and, it, go- uh, it goes... Uh, you're talking about America? Yeah, America okay. and how America's going. So mm-hmm. Dave Dave thinks fine. That's just to get you up to date. Well, Dave's positive. He's yeah. a positive my, my, guy. My... Known, I know him a little bit. Oh, my I should story. point out that Laura and Dave are using one microphone because usually I have... <laughs> I have lots of microphones here and, and I don't have it at the moment, it turns out. So we've arranged it. I've, I've turned up the volume. We put the microphone between you and now you kind of look like, to be honest, I'm going to say... <laughs> the comedy no, I'm going to say like a Stuff. 70s folk mm-hmm. act that have got back together to record a new album. Uh, that's and, that's and, the sort of vibe. And only because they needed money. Puff <laughs> the magic dragon... Lives by the sea. <laughs> and the guy who actually wrote all the good songs did not want to get involved. Because he's been living high off the royalties, but you guys didn't really get paid as it's much the, at the time. Yeah, so. it's the yeah. it's the leaning in plus the way too much or or consciously avoiding eye contact that's oh, yeah. the most fun. Well yeah. if they make eye contact they get angry. And but. then being like, Do I stink? I don't know. So we'll figure it out. This next uh, song is called Do I Stink? <laughs> Seems like I stink. I was wondering, do I stink? (laughs) Now just the girls. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so uh, how do you feel about your home country at the moment? How's your vibe? How's your... (laughs) How's America for you? How's today's America for, for, for Laura House? Seems bad, you guys. <laughs> um, I'm no poli-sci uh, scholar. Um, no, it's... I guess the, the, you know... It's even hard to say the latest thing that happened because something horrible is happening as we sit here yeah. that we'll find out about in 10 minutes. Well, that's the other thing. This podcast is going out in about... Well, I guess about two weeks from now so by the time okay. people hear this no no we won't even America like, might not even why be a the thing. fuck didn't they talk about all the shooting how did they not talk about <laughs> North Korea there's a war happening <laughs> North Korea they're just ignoring it um, well uh, in our time since we're coming to you from the past mm-hmm. um, so on uh, this is uh, just there, after the just after Virginia, the Nazi march the Nazi uh, march and then the president. Although, although that might not even know. Although yeah, the one in the one in Virginia. Yeah, it could have could mean anything. <laughs> yeah, um, the first Nazi march. <laughs> well, the one thing I found heartening was um, I feel like I I woke up yesterday to people saying we're taking statues down and we took some down like that they're because the president was so outspoken, so directly racist that more people became aware of it. Like it, like there's been a lot of beating around the bush or whatever. There's been a, a lot of like, you know, the uh, dog dog whistle toward that. And so I feel like even more people were like, like Corker, Bob Corker saying like, I can't, this is very bad. I've been defending this guy and I can't anymore. So to me, like, I'm happy about that. Like as much as Bannon, you know, blew the whistle to like, uh, uh, wake up all the Nazis online and get them pro-Trump and going to rallies and now they're they're doing this. 
I feel like other people got activated too with what the president said and were like, oh, let's just make some changes. So the, the Am I crazy? All right, I'll the, go. Well, well, no, it's it's hopeful on a level, but it's also scary because the more people get activated on both sides, that can lead to conflict. Yeah, but I don't, I think we're past <laughs> I think we're past the point of that being a void. I mean, I, I is there a yeah? I don't I don't think that that's being a void. But I just think there right. were a lot. Um, Everybody in, like the, the 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 end of Game of Thrones isn't going to be them all just agreeing. <laughs> them going, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. The end of Game of Thrones is them going. You know what? I, is power even really that important? Right. Yeah, I don't really. I don't like, really you know think. what? This is actually a really big country. And Have the, you been watching this show? Yeah. What if, there's what if we all all just enjoy these dragons? I mean, you guys, they're dragons. <laughs> there's room for everybody. Seriously, why don't we just stay in our own bits? They love <laughs> a belly rub. The dra- everybody's just petting the dragons. Dragon rights. Um, yeah. The um, yeah. It's it's uh, and I don't mean to sound naive. It's more of um, a lot of white. People who weren't racist didn't realize there was a problem, I think. In the past, it seems to me in the past two or three years, more and more people went, oh my God, oh, whoa, this is crazy. And while yeah. other people were saying, yeah, it's been like this. It's been really bad. It's been really bad for a long time. But I just think more and more people who it, racism wasn't affecting didn't think there was as much. And now it seems like more and more people are like, oh, I didn't realize this was still like a problem like in the 60s and before etc that, that's been a like a, a, a some commentary around the issue has been that kind of you know thing of some people going i can't believe this is back and then people who are, have been traditionally been the sufferers of these persecutions going yeah. ah yeah back is a word yeah, yeah. that's uh, yeah. it's an interesting word yeah that you, you, use there, you don't back. get stopped by the cops three times a week yeah right. i've i've heard friends say that yeah, I, well probably. i got arrested recently and i did not what, know what to do when i got mm-hmm. arrested like because Never in my life have I been told by somebody or prepared for the moment that when I had to deal with police, this is how you deal with them, you know, this is how you've been uh arrested. Whereas, like, these people grow up in communities where you are taught that from when you're young. When you're dealing with police, this is how you're going to have to do it so they don't shoot you. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, it's back. It's always been there, but now it's... I mean, like in the same way... In the same way as, like, there's always been quinoa. Quinoa just, like, is having a moment. Like, but it's been around forever. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, there's been times... That's a bold comparison. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I mean, really. Um, yeah, no, it is... Welcome back to racism is like quinoa. <laughs> it is a lot like quinoa. I get it. The, way, is... the way quinoa gets shot in the street. Remember when Quinoa like was selling that single cigarette and then got gunned down and then they oh, were like, Quinoa and Lucy's. Oh man. Quinoa. Welcome back to This Guy Gets It. My new <laughs> it's like the, the letter P. It's been there, but do we talk about it? No. What? So, sometimes it's been a silent P, like at the start of pneumonia, guys. But anyway, here, here's the, anyway. up next on This Guy Gets It. Anyway, what else is going on? Yeah. What's going on with Kesha? <laughs> I mean, the thing about the racism thing is, um, I don't know what the numbers are as far as whether this is going to be a good thing or a bad thing. Well, this is good right? for racism. No, this is good for racism. There's no <laughs> doubt that this is a good moment for racism yeah. because what racism needs... It's having a moment like quinoa. Is that what you're yeah, saying? that is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. That was literally what I'm saying. It's hot again. It is, yeah. And it'll go out of fashion for a it's, while. Racism is the kale and of the right now salad. Right, exactly. What? Yeah, exactly. No, no, you nailed it. Okay. 
you can have a podcast on my network called This Girl Gets It. <laughs> uh, here's what I would say is that it emboldens people. Yeah. He is emboldened people and oh, his marches yeah. and rallies embolden people. And then suddenly you have the equivalency. Once you hear those words that people are as bad on both sides, yeah, that, that, oh. you know, that the people fighting Nazis are as bad as the Nazis, yeah. then there is an equivalence out there that emboldens people to go, well, now I have a... Li- now my voice my opinions my mm-hmm. attitude to the world that i used to have to yeah. keep silent and keep on my blogs and to that select group of people who all have the same haircut as me yeah. now <laughs> it's a more mainstream thing right but then that goes back to the thing i was saying about earlier about the democrats is so many democrats were using that phrase the left is as bad as the right the alt left is mostly pushed by the uh, Joanne Reeds and the, all those people of the world were, were the ones pushing that until he jumped on it. Mm. So they are the ones who, who, who just pushed that whole idea out there. And that's insane that you're comparing people who want single-payer health care with people who want genocide. But that's what the fucking Democrats were doing. Yeah, well, they were doing that, though, politically, strategically, was the idea, right? But ignorant of the fucking world we're living right. in. Right, no, I understand what you're saying, but their justification, I imagine, was, well, we're getting hurt by Bernie and we don't want to go that far left, so we're going to demonise the left as being, you know, extremists so that we can stay in our sort of comfortable, yeah. slightly to the left, you know, but still in the pocket of big corporations, you know, model. But it just, it's just a good example of how they don't understand. Like Laura was saying, people are like, oh, how racist it is. Like they don't get the fucking, the dangerous world we're living in where this shit can fucking collapse and these dumb assholes can just start pulling some crazy shit. Well, the, the word that, I mean, the expression that you had to be like so alarmed by was, and I heard it come out of the mouths of, uh, do you know who Greg Norman is? He's a, he, used to, he was like the world number one golfer for a very long time. He's from uh, Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his nickname was the, the Great White Shark. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he was actually a shark. When, yeah, he was actually a shark. shark. Yeah. yeah, and okay. when he um, he was famous for being world number one. He, before Tiger Woods, he was like the kind of reigning world number one. Yeah. But he choked a lot in big tournaments. So like when he played in the majors, he only won a couple of majors. Like came second a whole bunch of times. Like he was, but he was like Australia's biggest. But Australia's still real proud of him. Oh, he was Australia's okay. biggest sports star. For him to be the okay. number one golfer in the world coming out of Australia was like a big deal for our country. It sounds like he was number two. And he was. <laughs> I'm just... Oh, no. I, they're still I'm, sensitive. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. But, well, that's that's what we love about him the most because Australia loves nothing yeah. more than like somebody being really good but also being brought down a peg. We came <laughs> close. Yeah. We came close. Yeah, so he doesn't get okay. too up himself. No, but, yeah, no, that's good. But he managed to get too up himself regardless. He, okay. mo- he moved here to these United States of America and he has some big... He's loaded and he has some big ranch somewhere and... Donald Trump is one of his best friends. friends. Oh, yeah. fun. So when Trump he got elected... like a fun friend. When have. Trump got elected, our Prime Minister actually talked to him by getting Trump's number from Greg Norman, yeah. this golfer, right? Wow. So he... Yep. Wow! So he is often... I, I, I'm... That's how diplomacy is supposed to work. I have to pick up a piece of my brain off the floor <laughs> that just blew out of my ear. Just that the prime minister is like, can we get this guy's number? We don't have, we don't know how well, to. They, no. they didn't. America they, won't let but you. But they have did. There was no fucking number. transition. They didn't have any of that shit. They fired everyone in the fucking State Department. The State Department is just people sitting in a fucking cafeteria now, <laughs> Hello, this is e- the, eating the lunch and wondering what they're Australia. doing. Can I talk to the president? And he's, um, I don't think he's. 
I don't know where, you know what? I don't know where he is right now. We don't oh, have to have. First we, day. So what, what's your name again? What's your, you know what? Just call back. Yeah, you call just call back. back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Greg, can I get this guy's number? So Greg Norman gives our prime minister Donald Trump's number because they're friends. So often yeah. now, Greg Norman will be on Australian radio or media okay. for being Greg Norman. Right, okay. like yeah, for being, it'll be some golf-related thing, or but he's getting asked about. Or recently, mm-hmm. he uh, took a, a nude selfie because he still he still goes still to the gym it. two hours mm-hmm. a day, still got mm-hmm. it. and he's still he's still in, got what we call it golf body. Yeah. Two hours, <laughs> two hours a day at the gym at his own private gym. Always okay. a bit insane about his fitness. Okay, and yeah. so he was being interviewed about that, but of course, <laughs> inevitably, body. inevitably, it gets onto. Sure. To Trump, as sure. it always yeah. does. Because we were like, we get it, we get it, you're good looking. Now, yeah. you're racist friend. Speaking yeah. of great bodies, <laughs> what about Mr. Trump? So when I hear someone like him, Greg Norman, who is a white straight man who's had nothing but success happen to him in the world. Right. Uh, who is richer than, like, I mean, I, I can't mm-hmm. imagine what he's worth. Like, his golf empire was worth millions and millions. He'd be worth maybe even $100 million, if I could have a guess. Like, okay. he's a super loaded sports star. Okay. Nothing's ever really gone wrong in his entire fucking life. And he gets on the like the TV and the radio and he keeps talking about, well, no, Obama was the one who was racist. Obama, you know, <laughs> Obama is the one who, mm-hmm. like, you know, tore America apart with racism. But that's by, be, by being black, by having by black being skin. black. Yeah. By touting his <laughs> blackness in front of everybody. Every well, time, he was, he was, every time the cameras saw. were on. But, but he was a black man and he kept saying stuff yeah, yeah. no i'm doing loud. his job that we elected him to do yeah but that's literally it yeah like, no I, mean, I get it the, the argument and this is a smart successful guy right. who life hasn't ground him his factory job didn't go overseas or he yeah. isn't some mm-hmm. unemployed if someone like that can in their mind have that delusion then what the fuck well okay so you, but you brought up something that's really a, a huge problem in america and that's that these rich guys of of which there are tons are so disassociated from from the reality of the world that they're just sitting i mean it is again it's trading places these guys up in this high fucking castle and they have no idea what's happening in the world and they're just hearing it through their tv and if it's fox news and that's what it is or they're talking to each other at their fucking golf club they have no fucking clue what happens in anybody's life they're just beyond wealthy so he's the exact kind of guy that votes for donald trump because he's living in a fucking fantasy world. Well, and it's a similar... To me, there's a shorthand with, with people of... Like, you're a big fan of uh, old Dave Anthony over here. I like you too, Will. But okay, I thanks. really follow... <laughs> um, but the tweet, like, when you talk about there's there's nuance to this. There's nuance. It's yes. not like you can point to one one thing. It's, you know, yes. there's also, there's a lack of jobs and there's a lack of education that's like, and you're from, you grew up in California, which I don't know what the education was. I'm from Texas. We talked about, um, Will, our fancy upbringings. So I, we're undereducated. Like, yes. like we know that um, we're all operating from different points of view, different news now in, in right now time because Twitter and, and just, you know, different facets of news, we're functioning from different history that we really believe is history. Like I didn't hear, and I was a, um, I'm from a suburb of Dallas, a student. I was a foreign exchange student, you know, one of the top of my class. I didn't hear about reconstruction (laughs) until college. (laughs) 
I was in a African American <laughs> studies class. And I, he was like, yeah, after um, the Civil War, there was Reconstruction, and the black people were senators, and they, and I was like, what? And then they were like, and then a bunch of, you know, then white people got mad, and they made, they made laws where like you can't do that, and they, they made laws and, and kill people, and I was just like. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> like, they're just like, there's, I didn't, because in my school, you're not told that. We're basically told, and I think this is what, there's the privileged white people, and then there's also just the undereducated average American who's like, we've been told we're good. Like, right. we've been told we're American and we're good. We're American. We came to this country and we, we made it fantastic. We, the word genocide is not used. So we're raised that we're good. Okay. We started with it. In class. Right. Like in schools, it's not, it's not used. No, not at all. And so it's this, I feel like when people become adults and you've raised a family and your identity is American, it's good. And you know, you live in your community and you get along with people and maybe there's not a lot of mix of people and you're not, there's so many people who aren't actively joining race marches but they might have some prejudice, but it doesn't come up that much because they don't interact with people different than them. And they're just like, what are you talking about? Racism is a problem. Like, what are you, I think they're just like, what are you talking, not in America, we're good. And I think people are having like the, the doors blown off their head minds. What? Some, Was yeah, that well I mean, said? Right no, but I think, I think you're also, that's also nuancing. Like, I think some people are having their doors blown off and other people their head minds. Are, are trying to, desperately maintain that nothing's wrong. And then yes. there's a group of people that are like, mm, oh, maybe, maybe I am racist. Yes. Well, and I'm, I and I'm happy is... with it. Maybe oh. I'm good with being, okay, maybe this is a thing that I should uh, dip into a little bit. Well, there, huh. there is that idea of there's a point where you can cash in your chips a little. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that point that obviously some older people have made with climate change, which is the idea of going, ah, fuck it. It's not going to affect me. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to live like it's not going to affect anybody, right? right? Like, and I can imagine that. Like, there'd be some people who are going, well, fuck, if I'm going to be accused of being racist, and I already am a, a bit racist, right. I might as well lean into, rather than the hard work of stopping being racist, I might just right. lean, lean harder into being racist. Yeah. Like, that, and- that will, like, be at least a community that, like, gives me some, some support or, like, some pat on the back for whatever misguided belief that I have, right? I, yeah. I guess. So, and now I feel like I'm just a little baby, <laughs> but no, I do think there's a lot of people who like when I got to college, for example, not knowing what reconstruction was and et cetera, like I had bigotry and like I was raised racist and I met people who were like in the uh, black student union and different things that they were like, yeah, the clan has come to my door. Like, this still happens. This is a thing. And I was like, oh, like, but I had to be, like, re-educated. Like, I had to be, and I'm, but I'm I'm one of the few people who left my town from my graduating class or whatever. You know, like, if only 20% leave, 80% stay, okay, some of us got, you know, more information and, and made some changes. And then a lot of other people are just like, no, no, I just still shop at Albertsons and feel this way about brown people yeah yeah well so this is the thing i was going to say is there's this thing that's at the heart of i think what is has made america great if Mm -hmm. you to use Mm -hmm. that language i we don't we don't care for that kind of talk around it's pretty great 
<laughs> I saw the Democratic but, the Democratic convention. It seemed like it was pretty fucking great. You know what's great though? Trader Joe's. <laughs> Otherwise, and roller coasters. I mean, there's a lot that I'll defend about America. Okay, so this is kind of to my point though, because the pro, the overwhelming thing about America as someone who is an immigrant to this country <laughs> is that there's this thing called, and, and I'm certainly not the first person to identify it. It has a term. It's called American exceptionalism, right? Oh. Uh, and <laughs> the idea behind American except- Santa Claus. The idea behind yes. American exceptionalism mm-hmm. is the idea that America is the best in the world at everything, right. and there is a certain way that people speak, politicians speak, and all these sort of things in this country mm-hmm. that is justifying this myth of America being best at the world at everything. And mm-hmm. the reason yeah. that they believe that myth is that in some ways America is best at the world at some things you can identify. You know, you have the you know the biggest guns, and you know you have the biggest economy, and you know you have Hollywood, which is a big cultural influence around the world, and you know Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. Uh, you know, there's some strengths that you can point to, but there is lack of acknowledgement that the areas that you are not good at. You know, oh, like, yeah. I mean, I still have people say to me, like, I've had people defend the American healthcare system. Jesus as being, Christ. You know, and you're like, okay, well, fuck, I, I mean, mean, let's make a list. Because they've never been anywhere. Right. I have to assume. Yeah, so they assume. And they assume the reason you're paying so much money and the blah, blah, blah is because it's the best you know, stuff that you can yeah. get. Like, that's the mythology is like, you know, this is America. Well, then there is, is, the a, stuff is. there is a training that, I mean, to me, like, I, I, when I think about how things were talked about in school, it was... We're not, we're not that different from North Korea in that we are oh, almost a brainwashed cult. Shit, I, well, we're a, I agree We're a cult with that. of capitalism and extreme capitalism. That's a, well, that's but, a bold thing to say, but that is but there really is, true. There is so much American propaganda. And I'm from Texas, so I have it on both ends because we're cocky as fuck. Well, the way like, that you... Yeah. I don't the, know if you've met I a mean, Texan. Literally, we're pretty proud of it. Great. The no, way that you guys... like the mythology that's inbuilt into the country around yeah. the idea of America being great. I mean, even the fact that you, you, you basketball and your baseball and all these sort of things are called, you know, the world series when it's like America's playing. It's not like you, <laughs> you, you Miss universe. Like, that's not, right. that doesn't go out to other planets. How dare you? I, you know what? It's so deep. I'm getting a little offended. <laughs> that's but how deep it the, is. The whole national hey, hey, settle whole, down. The whole national anthem and honoring uh, military around all your events and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The stuff at the airport. Like the first time you come to America yes. and you hear all the things about the troops and honoring the troops and blah blah blah, it feels like you're in an episode of Starship Troopers. <laughs> like I know to you guys yeah. it yeah. feels normal, but to no, an outsider doesn't. coming in, you're like Oh, wow, there's a lot of propaganda it, around your military just like everywhere randomly in society. Well, yeah. it doesn't feel... It's different in California, I can speak to, because even when I travel when I travel home to Texas, um, on the news, every night on the news, there's a, a, a video of a, um, a soldier saying hi to someone in the Dallas area. And some and a sign off with the troop. Like there's a lot more like military, more than there is in California for whatever people don't respond to it or you know whatever the thing is. Like there's, it's different. It's just different in different parts of the or I guess there's parts of the country. Like even the advertising is like, you know we're, <laughs> you wouldn't say this, but like we're small communities of people who are good people. Chevy, like so. And in California, there's more of like inclusive and there's just different messages because people respond differently to, well the, like, i mean the military we insist on the I military guess. ones 
I mean, as an outsider, it's huge I mean, because obviously the military is so big in, in, in the US though. Yes. Like, I mean, obviously military is yeah, your big number one. You know, you hold on to kind of number one country in the world because you still have the biggest guns, you know, and the big, biggest military and all these sort of things. But you have to get kind of poor and uneducated minions oh, to actually to do be it. in it. Yeah. So no, you have to terrible. have this system around it of like, you know, constantly honoring the idea yeah. of like yeah. war and battle and stuff. I mean, not so, actually taking care of them after they've oh, no, no, served. No, no, no. no, no, that's... No, no, no. no. We're, done, we're done Once you're back... Way. No, no, it's... Yeah. Without your arms, good yeah. luck to you, sir. But <laughs> even the, like the move, like we're taught in, um, in uh, American history of when people moved west it was called manifest destiny like i remember that from school I them moving west but also like i mean people took over their countries <laughs> manifest <laughs> destiny. yes but there's that that's like that's we were taught like manifest destiny because we're america and we were meant to t- take on all this stuff and i remember when i when i read um the monroe doctrine Right, that's the one that says yeah. like if other countries aren't doing what we want, we can go yeah, mess with they're, them. Then they're ours. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like when I read that, and, and like I remember as a freshman, I was like, why do we get? Yeah, that to doesn't do that? seem. But you like, guys, that doesn't seem very why, good. Who that put seems us, like something Hitler would come up with. Who put us in charge? And I was just like, oh, and but like that wasn't the discussion. It was just like learn what it is, and there will be a test on it. Like like yes, we're America, and we get to do that, and. Again, but like we're, we're modern day, push that forward. We're, we're in a now we're in a place where Obama is droning seven countries, starting a war in Yemen that is leading to fucking genocide that has the biggest cholera outbreak in the history of the modern world, just obliterating societies. And there's no one against him. Right, because yeah. that's what America does. Like America goes and does those sort of things. But it's it's like it's like well, who won? Did 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 evil win in World War Two? Because it seems like evil did. It seems like we're just pure evil. I mean, if you look at the amount of carnage and death we've caused, we're we're fucking vile on a on a on an unbelievable level. Well, I mean, what it feels like was you the, you were the guy who came and saved everything. Like, after World War II, that was what, like America. You know, America came in, yeah. saved the whole situation. But since then, your glory days have kind of passed a little. But, you you know, you, like, you're still just a bit rowdy when you drink. But you drink <laughs> you drink it a lot more than you used to. Is what I, <laughs> All right. Still trying to fight some past battles, you know? When, when do we get diabetes and can't feel our feet? Oh, no, no, that, that's already happened. That's just right around <laughs> the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, no, in November. Yeah, is that when that. So what? What? But what happens now? Then what happens next? How does America heal itself? Is it possible Doesn't. for America to heal itself? No. So then, what's I, the end game of this? But what country? We have to split up. We we are we cannot remain as a country. We don't like each other. We are too different. Huh? How do you split we it? Need to, well, that's just it. Like legally, there is no there is no nothing in our constitution that allows it. Everyone just needs to agree this isn't fucking working. And the go slightly yes, the slightly less. You guys united. married to a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but look, you're gonna you're gonna hit. We're a not point. all married to therapists, Dave. You're, but you're gonna hit a point where, first of all, you're not gonna be able to pry anything away from the right wing because uh, money is a person. So they just are gonna run the tables with their cash flow. And at some point, they're going to force their will on California. 
unless we go mm. our separate way. Mm. And the same thing with New York. We're going to have to go our separate ways. It doesn't fucking work. It's too big. We're too different. We don't like each other. That's it. California. And very the problem values. is, though, that California and New York are too far away from each other. They can be a separate of, country. We'll be a separate country. Is there any kind of land that, like, say you could swap, you know, either New York or California for and move them closer to each other? Do you know what I mean? Like, could you take a California-sized <laughs> no, amount of states I'm not sure. around New York and then go, well, that's California now. And then, <laughs> no, like, I, I see, those states I I can move, you know, to the other Or bit. do you just... Are you they can kind just, of reshuffle, like a jigsaw piece. Or can we Imagine just, America, you get all the states on the table. It's just and the geography just kind of, move them of around that. Until You're the, here now. It's yeah. just California has so much good geography that you don't want to yeah. let it go. Well, New York can move. Like, yeah. we don't want to be yeah, Vermont all of a sudden. New York's fucking <laughs> super hot in yeah. the summer. Right. Super cold in the winter. It's, you know, it smells... It could be Newer New York. You well, could a, or, you or could a, call it Newer York. We would be West New York, or they yeah. would be like East California. Okay, well they change. Okay, they change California to West New York, but the compromise is that New York has to move closer to California. What if now this has never been done and not <laughs> possible? But what if I have an even worse one? But logically, it's sound. What if we divide into countries? based on cities and then not in city people because so that do, seems you to go be back the, to the, the, the real greek, problem the greek city state is that what it was yeah, athens and right yeah you want to go i was just a history minor i just got up to reconstruction and was like whoa well i mean that's <laughs> i mean it's harder to learn about like stuff from way back when you i know, didn't go greek i didn't go um, greek but the uh yeah me, yeah did that work How'd that work out? Yeah. And uh, question, I mean, has any country historically ever healed itself? I mean, why don't or you, do you, you just go... have problems, 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 and then you erupt at some point? Seems to be what happens. But surely uh... it can't. The eruption, because that feels like what is bubbling and starting to happen now, right? Yeah, that's why I'm curious. But what happens? Like, I'm in a practical sense. It's easy for us to say that you... it erupts, but is there going to be fighting in the fucking streets? Is, well, that, is that well, that's, so, so that, that's the interesting thing. So there, it's not like the Civil War where there was a boundary. Right. There's no boundaries now. There's no Mm-mm. there's no defined line. Most of these places are what you call purple. You know, there's half mm-hmm. and half. So. So what? Well, what maybe experts, that, what experts okay. say, maybe that's the solution. Right. You just need to be all or nothing in your state. So you move to the nearest mm-hmm. state next to you. You kind of just even you just identify. You just go. Yeah. All right. Instead of us being purple. Let's blue yeah, so over then people there. can't argue. Well, that, that's actually what you do if you separate the country. Yeah. If, if you're yeah. going to say Calvary's going to break away, you go, okay, you guys, whoever wants to leave can leave before we do it, and whoever wants to come can come, and right. that's what happens. Worked in Berlin. Wait, did it work? <laughs> <laughs> in fact, that's the new theory. We have to build walls between each state now. <laughs> Be sure and uh, listen if she gets it. <laughs> So, so what happens is, um, if if violence does break out, it's 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 like sporadic massacres. I mean, that's that's what that's what a a, a an outbreak of violence looks like. So we're we're um, if you were to draw up the idea of how to create the most ready to destabilize country, you would draw up America, right? So you have polarized people you have guns fucking everywhere you have a history of militarization and violence and racism like it's all it's all the perfect 
recipe for a total fucking disaster. A country from the top down that it shows the example that the way to solve things is to use violence. 100%. So, so everything about America says this is the recipe for a country to turn into a just mass disaster. But the only one problem is, is that, is that all those people are in together places and, and, and you can, you can have shit like, you know, uh, and, and look, I, I had a friend who was in Florida in, um, ooh, I want to say 94 and he, and I never thought I'm, uh, uh, he had a, he had a white mom and a black dad. I, I just never thought of him as any race. He was just Vernon. That's he was just Vernon. I never thought of him as a black guy, a white guy. And then he told me he went to Vernon, Florida and he's walking down the street and this guy goes, get on the other side of the tracks, nigger. And he's like, what? <laughs> Well, so that's still out there. And guess what? Those guys now, if there's a fucking green light, they roll into that area and start shooting shit up. Right. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be little pockets of violence. It's not going to be a fucking civil war where you can draw boundaries. But it's going to be, it's going to be pockets. There's going to be, there's going to be a protest. There's going to be a march. And some fucking guys are going to roll in in their, in their, in their trucks and they're going to shoot a bunch of people. Like that's what's going to happen. Well, then it's what's been happening. It hasn't happened. No, nothing like that has happened yet. No? Not that, not on that level. I mean, you're no, talking about I mean, hundreds like, of dead and shit. No, like, yeah, but I just mean like the the attacks have been that way. Like this church is doing a church guy walks in. Yeah, shoot, but this is this, on a, this is on a much bigger level. This is where you yeah, like this is like Rosewood, saying. where you level a town kind of shit. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying like that seems to be like. It makes sense that that's what's yeah. next because that's it's been these pockets of crazy. Yeah, I mean that's if the violence breaks out. And remember, these right wing guys want a race war. So if they really want to kick one off, that's what they're going to do. They're not going to. It's not going to be be the guy who goes in and shoots at the black church. They're going to roll into a fucking town because they are militarizing. And also the the left is militarizing. There is a group of guys that have created a, a militia and they are a left wing open carry militia. And now they're showing up places. We are literally building armies within our country. And that's how wars happen. Like those, those people at some point, one way or another, will fight each other because you don't build armies and then not do anything. Someone accidentally shoots someone, something happens and then you're off. And then the fucking government swoops in and shuts the whole shit down, and now you're in an authoritarian nightmare. Now I'm with Will. Is there any way to stop it? Can we, <laughs> can we get somebody, Dave? Hey. I I love you, but can we get somebody in here to tell us how to stop it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm just gonna cry. I don't know how you stop it. <laughs> and what I appreciate even less is that you've been right about it so much shit the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. my. That's the most upsetting. Is that? Yeah. Is that it's, it's like, like it's there's like, you have a strong history of um, you know very thoughtful uh, commentary that has proven true. So now I'm like, well, yeah, I, my question is, that, how that, do I save that is myself? The problem. Like, like <laughs> the knowing problem. you three years ago, I would have said, well, you know what, Dave yeah. likes to rant about yes. these things, and he. <laughs> He's a little extreme. You know what? He, he always paints out the worst case Having scenario. Having a bad day. Like, you know, then like, it's like, no, pretty nope, much no, everything, pretty much... Uh, that's what happened. So, he's, uh, he's he, look, look at his tips. Quite a, <laughs> yeah, quite quite a, a track record. Like, 
That old, that thing's looking like a coffee car. So he's, the, he's getting a free coffee if he gets so, one more in a row. So the militia like, and then authoritarian state. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, the, well, as cool, soon cool. as as soon as the violence breaks out, look, the government. So so, Clinton passed a law in '95 that said that law enforcement. George Clinton. George Clinton. <laughs> Of the mothership. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> he started, he, he passed a law that said that law enforcement could come from anywhere in the country now. There were no borders for law enforcement as long as you declared this certain thing. Like, so you said, okay, so this is Article 442. It's in effect in this area. So now law enforcement oh, okay. could come from anywhere. It's been used twice in American history. Ferguson and the, uh, the North Dakota Pipeline. Mm. And what they did in those places. So the final episode of Craig Ferguson's show. And <laughs> too soon. It's probably too soon for that joke, isn't it? Sorry. I too did, soon because Craig Ferguson's yeah. only been off the air for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. I did not mean to disrespect He's just tr- He's Anyone? just trying to enjoy a podcast, Will. <laughs> <laughs> he's just listening to his little earbuds cry. Did not well, mean. I, well, I'm just entertained. I'm just saying, I've got a game show. Do you want to watch that? <laughs> Um, oh, so it's been used twice. And what happened was they trained. They used the protesters to train the law enforcement. And they, and they would bring in guys from all over the country for a week at a time. And they would train how to deal with this new sort of resistance, as they call it. And, and they're, they're preparing for whatever the fuck they're going to do. Like, they literally have the system in place to just clamp everything down when they're fucking ready. They're totally ready for it. They've been fucking planning this shit. And... And that's what all the militias, why they, they seem what's, crazy. What's the the militias seem crazy, yeah. but they are on to something in that, in that this government is, is getting ready for some fucking bullshit. So what happens if the best prepared people are the worst people? Because that's, that's, the, oh. so that's the scenario that you are painting at the moment, is that the, the craziest, the most extreme, the, you know, the people who have been living up in the mountains trading and stuff are going to be the ones ready to go, whereas the ones fighting the good fight you know, aren't necessarily. And the, you know, the, the, the wrong people... You mean tweeting, cons- tweeting the good fight? The, those tweeting the good fight. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I stand for good things. I mean, there's, there's certainly a lot of left. There's I don't a- mind if you tweet that you stand. He's, he, this would be my line on that because I think it is important to lend support to causes and to like, you know, fly the flag and do those sort of things. Here's how I would put it in your mind. If you type something or tweet something or whatever because you think it's a good opportunity to put your voice behind, you know, a group that isn't being represented or whatever, then I have no problem with that. If you at any stage check how many likes and retweets it's got, then fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've read a lot of guys who... I've read a lot about the militia guys, and so I've read a lot of of left-wing guys who cover them, and they just say, you can't fight these guys. I mean, they want to fight the government, so I don't know how that all plays out. Like the militia guys are super. Sort well, that's stupid. They still want to fight the government, they or they just the wanted to fight more Obama's so, government. No, more so every day they want to fight the government. Oh, I didn't. I thought they it don't care had to do is. with. Oh, but okay. that's stupid because the authority. government are their best ally, and also the government are the ones who are actually armed and trained to be able to defend themselves against the militia. Yeah, right? but yeah. they're also armed and trained. I mean, a lot of these guys are um, are vets. 
like your war comes home. War comes home and fucking tears you apart. The World War Two and Vietnam <laughs> led to uh, <laughs> led to Hell's Angels and stuff. Like you don't get to have war and not have it affect you at home. I mean, it just you know they bring they bring their war back with them. That's always been a thing, unless you take care of them, <laughs> which we don't do. That's... But so a lot of those guys are a lot of the guys who fight for open carry laws are um, guys with PTSD. They want. Yeah. It's oh true, God. though. I'm 10 years sober, but could I have one of those old Vicodin? <laughs> well, the guy. I think today's the day. <laughs> oh, my back doesn't even hurt. I've just been limping around for two months so I can take the Vicodin to take my mind off the fact that I chose to be here on purpose. Yeah, no. The real good move coming here. We're all trying to, like, you know, it'd be such a, a, a great app if uh, Canadians and Australians had a dating app just to, like, so we could just marry someone oh, get kinda, a, yeah. and get out. Yeah. No, so no, they get out. No, I tend to bumble about the visas. That's already work. Yeah, that'd be. No, but I, I believe I've heard that that's actually a thing that I would think so. Done. Yeah. Yeah, but what are you going to, I mean, like, me and my wife talked about leaving, like, um, because this is whatever this is. I mean, does anybody think this is going to end great? Like everybody I talked to, is well, like, what it's it, not going to go good. What it feels like at the moment is that there's a long road back for this to be better. A like, long, long. If road. we were going to pull it back from, like you said, you know, to that Game of Thrones thing, right? Everyone's yeah. just got so much momentum behind the idea that they're building towards a fight. That the idea that somehow there won't be a fight now. But but like, also, this is of some kind anyway. Right. This was such an issue with, you know, obviously Trump's message, but it's like, this has been the fight. It's just reignited. You mean the Civil War in fight? In a huge, well, even before, it's like, we came to a land, there were people, genocide. Oh, work is hard. Let's bring these people from this other country, slavery. Slaves, free, that doesn't, like, it's been the fight, the whole, like, it didn't get solved in 1865 and it didn't get solved in the 1960s and it didn't get solved, you know, it, even having a black president, it didn't get solved. And now it's just like coming to a head again. So I don't know, you know, sometimes it's like stuff only gets to start over because a crazy massacre, like the plague, you know, stuff only gets to start over because a third of the population. Okay, now she's being super, no, po yeah, being super I positive. Will. <laughs> but there's no... But it is. But Laura votes for a play. But, when, but that's when stuff starts over. When yeah. things are like, when there's a decimation of something and then other people, have you seen I the mean, leftovers? No, but this but, is, but she's talking, is, she's talking about the forest. For a forest to thrive, no, it has to burn every yeah, seven years. But I mean. You're, talk, you're taking a Ra's al Ghul League of Shadows I'm not sort saying of approach. It's, it's, <laughs> listen. Gotham must burn. I would love for everyone to listen to Will You Med with me and just chill for are a you, second. Are you saying that we need a cleansing <laughs> no i'm not saying who should be decimated i'm saying a plague they yeah. don't or whatever like an earthquake a some horrible thing right sometimes it's war but there's, that like there's just not as many people left and have to but don't we live in a world put now, it all back what, together again don't we live in i'm a not world saying now. i want that no. it just history has shown it all has to fall apart before it comes but back i don't together. think it has to fall we, apart before it comes there's that's the what the buddhists would say aren't we at a point though and Dave this is my great fear about this aren't we at a point where americans are so well armed at various levels of america that 
if a fight actually starts, it may not fucking stop because yeah. people... That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If that, and that's the fear. And that, that goes back to these guys who want to start a race war is that, you know, once it kicks off, it only takes one shot in one place. Also, you their race I mean? war. Can I ask this? Is it white people against I don't know everyone what it, else? I, I don't know because what it again, is. No, because it can't be. Because no, it it's can't not be. all and, white and, people. And they that always are use they always use Nazis. that term. And no, it's but like, as well, in like I, but as in for the Nazis when they say we're they just start don't a like race war. Brown and black and Jews and like it's them against everyone, right though? Yeah, basically, because I'm gonna everyone fight the not fucking, white. Because well, yeah, I, I fight so. the Nazis in that scenario. Like I'm if you're gonna start a fucking race war, I'm gonna be like, all right, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna put on dark clothes because I'm fighting with the other guys. Like, I don't know. Why don't you be a hero and infiltrate? (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. Step up, man. I don't know what their race war scenario is, but I just know that the way things are now, they can start something that doesn't end. Yeah, they don't seem... It doesn't seem to be a, a, a thought through no, thing. It no. seems to be a like, we just want to hurt people. But it, there doesn't seem to be like, and then of course we'll land at this place where everything's fine. Well, it feels like, like they, you know, they, they feel like they've got a house that has termites and they've decided the solution to get rid of the termites is to burn the house down. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you also, they haven't quite thought ra- around the idea that they might. The, then where do we live? Yeah, where do we live? Yeah. We got rid of the termites, but. But they're going to be like, if they, if they. The, the militias are so fucked up because they're so kind of all over the place. But the general idea is, well, is that they don't believe they should be taxed and they don't believe <laughs> they don't believe in the government. A lot of them believe that the a, a local sheriff is the highest authority. And and then and then down there goes the state and then the president. So they they have this because really they love the up, Andy Griffith show. They Did you know Andy that Griffith that's where show. that came from? They love the Andy Griffith show. I don't so they know have this what the Andy Griffith show is. <laughs> it's, it's a, a black old, and white old school comedy. black and white like. There was a, a very kind sheriff. Very kind okay. sheriff. Who right. we, we enjoyed. Was he Andy Griffith? Yeah. <laughs> was Andy Griffith uh, the real life person or was that the name of the character on the show? You know what? It was both. It was both. Oh, yeah. okay. It was both. Right. Like Dick Van Dyke, okay. if, you, if you will. Or Marin. The Andy Griffith. Oh, <laughs> and Marin. And Marin, those three. Those three. And Mary Tyler Moore. Can I just say this about Marin while you're... Oh, yeah. Have you seen Glow? Uh, yes. I haven't I, seen it yet. I watched... Really? Oh, man. It's, I, I, it's really entertaining. That's I think, it's I think great, you'd enjoy it. It's great, and he's great. He really likes it. He's he really... is he, really, he's really great. good in it. In fact... He's in not some playing ways, Mark. He's really good. Well, he, I, he's... He, like, it is... I, it I is like him playing... Mark in this because it mm-hmm. is a kind of version of Mark. Sure, he's, he's almost better at playing Mark in this than he was playing Mark in his own yeah. show playing himself. Because there's something about just having the distance of it being sure. a character that kind of has let him relax into it or something. But he's yeah, he's genuinely very good at he's it. He's great. Yeah. yeah. No, he told me that. He said he. <laughs> no, no, no. He said it's then easier. He enjoyed to... it. Well, he didn't say he was great, did he? Did he, he said he's he great. great. No, he said he likes acting, not being himself. Right. Yeah, that that was harder. Which, yeah, it is. Um, All right. Uh, did we... I, was it a good? Did I help you guys? Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel pretty good about things. Um, can, can we pause just for a second? Is that all right? Can we what pause for a second? Is that right? Yeah. I mean, well, we can start talking on air again. Was what you, I was talking but about. I was, we had actually talked. Right. No, we decided. Just, we decided what you were gonna, you were going to say should 
just be ignored and we start. <laughs> That's fair. Well, I'm actually, I was deciding I what I'm, you were. I'm just a leader. I was deciding what you were about to say was so important that we should record oh, it. Oh, the, 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 I don't, I don't like two, that. I don't like that reframe at all. Two very different <laughs> ways to phrase it. And that's what's wrong with America. So the I'm racist. Two sides can look at what? the exact same yes. thing. Thing of good, bad. Oh, but, but there's no. We continued our conversation. Off there's here. no dominant understanding voice like what you're saying of like oh well you know extending understanding helping people have a way out or how like all the voices all the chatter that's going on is just inciting angry tune in okay, come back so, after the commercial so that's a product of the system so the system is designed finally to... finally we're blaming the system we're the blame... <laughs> But the system, I've been blaming the system is designed to put... Well, r- in the, the quinoa is much like the system. <laughs> he gets it. <laughs> the system is designed to, uh, to push rhetoric over ideas and actual solutions. So, um, so the rhetoric dominates everything as opposed to the people with the ideas to fix it. And you can see that because both parties, like one party will get in power and they'll be like, we're going to use drones to bomb these people. And the other side's like, you can't fucking just bomb people. And then they switch and it's the opposite side saying the same thing. You're like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? You? It's just all rhetoric. The whole thing is just fucking rhetoric. So, so there, there isn't actually a group or a party that is in, the, in power right now that has actual solutions. Mm-hmm. The only pe- the reason I have started working with the socialists is because they're the only ones that are super solution based. The Democrats are not solution based. I don't know what they're doing. Well, yeah, but what about the fact that you know socialism? Yeah. What about important. that? Are you, um, Will, buddy? You all right? That's the argument I see online. I was pretty much summarizing most of the argument you ever see online from Americans, which is just like, but socialism. I can't, but socialism. Like, I can't. Like the, 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 the word itself is bad enough. Oh, no, we were trained, we were trained, trained that, that way. Yeah. It's that the devil's word. Communism is bad, yeah. and then socialism is basically their, their next communism door neighbor. Like, yeah, they're, yeah exactly. they're, they're bros. It's a modern well, take. But it's I, a modern take. It's right? I lived in Norway. It's the Jenners, not the Kardashians. Yeah, well, that was, well, that was another thing that uh, I'm very lucky to have had an experience when I was 16, 17. That I left my small town and lived in in Europe for a year. I lived in Norway for a year, where I was exposed to ideas of like, like he, like my host dad explained to me. And again, I'm you know I'm just a hillbilly, so but I want to learn. And you know, they were like, why would we cut down a, a tree just so I don't have to walk an extra fifteen steps to work? And I was like, oh. I don't know if people even thought, thought like that. Like I had never, or he was like, why would we eat in our car? We can't wait. And I was like, I don't know. Why wouldn't <laughs> there's people who don't. And like, I literally, so he, he really opened into, into bigger things of like, he goes, we don't, as a as a nation, Norway, we're not trying to conquer earth. Right. right. You know, we're not, he goes, th- so there's a dip, like there are relaxed, species the Norwegians because they don't live in a everything in America is so stressful I teach meditation by the way but the everything in America is so stressful because 
we're like, we have to be bigger and better and stronger. And it just comes top down. Like capitalism, rich, you're nothing if you're not rich. You're not worth anything if you're not rich. You were talking about it, that earlier. Really? Yeah. And I you're mean, not, you're... This is now giving me like, the, I like the idea of now doing a podcast where someone comes in halfway through and eventually we all still make the same. <laughs> 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 yeah, nice. I feel like I feel like I won something. Yeah. 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 yeah correct. But it is if you're anything you're doing, like oh, I just like to do that for fun, for fun. Why? Yeah. Why fun? If it doesn't make money, it, it you're, something's wrong with you. And it's well, that is that idea. A, the, but the to be fair, that, we both learned to meditate from the same guy. Oh yeah. The idea <laughs> that uh, that is fair. The idea that um, other places don't think like that is does not occur to does not occur, a no, lot of Americans. Not at all. They have no. That's why they're like, America is the best place to live. And if somebody's like, France is nice, they're like, what's wrong with you? Why would you say (laughs) France? It's so funny. When when we elect our, 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 whichever party is going to run for, you know, um, the presidency, they, the states line up and go, from the best state in the country, the Arkansas. And everybody, and it's, you just want to sit there and go, You're, most of our states are shit. Like, Settle down, what Louisiana. What are you talking about? Like, you know, like California used to be great, and then we passed Prop 13, and now no one has any taxes, and the roads are falling apart, and we closed half our schools. So California Mentally shit. ill people are just running shit. around the streets. Yeah, I mean, like, there is no, um, the American exceptionalism is so fucked up that it's beyond words like just people that that have fucking goiters coming off their head and they can't afford Are you talking to about eat. Bannon? Oh, I thought <laughs> they, they can't afford to eat food and they have no fucking job. They're like, God damn it, this is the best. And you're like, you are living in sewage, <laughs> we, we, you fucking monster. It's the best sewage. <laughs> like it's just like and then and then you go online and you go, socialism is cool and they're like, really? Well what's going on in Venezuela? And you're like, I don't know why. Get out of here, Pinko. Why don't you look at fucking Sweden or Denmark, you ass? Well fuck you and you're like, I don't know what's going on right now. It is interesting uh, the demand that it creates on the society that America because there is an argument to be made if America stopped trying to be the number one country in the yeah. world that it might be able to address some of these other yes. things, right? Yes. That you might be able to go, hey, if you just are cool with the idea of going, oh, you know what? We'd love our medical system to be number one in the world. It's currently number 39 in the world. How do we make it a better system? It might actually help you fix things rather than this idea that like, you constantly have to be the best in the world. At yeah, but right? So, so right now, the majority of the population wants single payer. And that's not the first time that happened. That happened. That's happened two or three times where that's pulled that way. It happened in '94 when Hillary fucked it all up. Yes, I said it. And then it happened uh, with Barack when. I felt like I was supposed the, to say something. No, you didn't. No, no, say I'm just that. saying that to people. And then, oh. and then, and no, then that's, the Demo- that, that's his podcast. This guy says it. This guy, <laughs> this this guy, guy says, says it. it. And then, and then the Democrats. <laughs> this girl gets it. Brought to you by this guy says it. <laughs> And then, the, and then the Democrats, when the Democrats came back in, single payer was wanted by the majority, and they fucked that up. And then, for people and who now it's super popular okay. again. So it's, for people who don't understand what single payer is, single payer basically just means what? Because the rest of the world, I mean, this is the crazy thing about America, is that like you hear these terms they like just call it, They just call payer. it go to the doctor. Well, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, essentially, that's kind of what we have yeah. in our country. So right. the idea that it's a separate thing. So what does it mean from the difference for an American 
the difference between single player and you know what they can currently do what is the difference it would mean between the two systems so that people can go oh yeah okay this is the difference it would so make. right right now everything is privatized and the idea would be would be to get rid of the insurance companies and to bring in a the middleman being the government who, who which would not be looking for profit and then and then could negotiate better contracts and do everything else and lower the prices for everybody and give everybody health care and everybody just pays a certain amount, which would be a portion of your taxes or whatever. Yeah. And then we also get gouged. Like when we go to the doctor, I went to the doctor today to get a physical and I paid nothing on an, if I go in because I have a sore throat, I pay 10 bucks, but someone else who has a insurance can go and have to pay $50 and like none of it makes fucking sense. So single payer means you're paying one amount to go to the doctor and everyone's sort of paying the same thing. Right, right, so and and that's a system that just seems like a basic safety net for everybody when it comes to a healthcare system, yeah. right? Yeah. What seems to happen in this country is you never have you hear you hear all these arguments about these systems and stuff, but you never hear an argument between people saying, "Hey, we think everybody should have healthcare," and the other side justifying whether they don't think everybody should have healthcare. Yeah, but like why what's their like, argument? My, their what's argument the is argument? that my father has made it to me. Um I mean, not eloquently, he <laughs> but gruffly he was like it's it's a lack of understanding of of how it would work. Right. Cuz we're used to insane bills from the hospital. Yeah. Like we've been You you if you go if you go like so my son had to go to the emergency room which is I think I told this on the podcast, but he was constipated and he was acting like he was dying. So we took him to the hospital and, and we didn't know he was constipated. We thought he was dying. It turns out he had to poop, but they had, they did. He has a massive opioid addiction. (laughs) (laughs) And that's my fault. Uh, I just wanted to be quiet a lot of the time. So I just wanted him to be creative. So, so he, so they have, they have, you know, the doctor, the the emergency room and then there's the techs so the 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 they had they gave him uh, an ultrasound they gave him an x-ray so there's different so we get we get five bills for that thing maybe more each doctor bills us each tech bills us the x-ray company bills us you get a bunch of fucking bills and and if you're really sick i mean you you know you spend two days taking care of your fucking bills and then the rest of the week try to get like it's insane doctors have told me my the doctor who delivered our son she stopped being uh, an obstetrician because uh, 35% of her office time um, and and the people she hired was to deal with insurance companies mm. now, now that means that doctor is not spending that time on healthcare. It's just such a fucked up system that it's mind boggling. They they make more money if they upsell you, yes. just like if you're at a, a restaurant, like uh, nachos or you guys want some. We uh, have an nice uh, we have an MRI special today. Why are you getting your? Uh, you know what? If you if you like that pill, you'll uh, love this pill. Like also, it used to be um, so. <laughs> So the pharma industry is uh, another culprit um, in that they charge insane prices for their drugs, but also you used to not be able to advertise medicine on television. And so when we were were kids, yes. Well, you can't in Australia. It is banned. Well, as it should be, it's It should be because... By the way, I'm I'm in a great uh, ad right now for if you have... um, 
if you if you have <laughs> cancer or a specific tumor and you have to take a specific medicine for for it, it actually clogs you up. And the ad I am in is uh, for the relief of that. Yes, that's the another medicine. thing is that if you can if you can make a pharma pill that's a twofer, like this pill <laughs> solves this thing, but but creates this other problem so you'll need well, this other pill we sell them both it's yeah. but my point is well, that, that that opioid constipation thing is like one apparently one of the major issues facing oh, like, yeah. and there is this whole bunch of new drugs like for dealing with the side effects of your other drugs well yeah, yeah and like i as a as a person who didn't go to medical school i shouldn't be i I shouldn't see an ad that tells me to ask my doctor yeah, that's about a do. pill. I should be able to go to a doctor and they tell me what I need. Like yeah. I no, shouldn't... you should be asking your doctor about the lump on your neck. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then they should have a solution that doesn't, one pill doesn't benefit them right. more than another. But what happened, so what my dad said, and so part of what is the <laughs> issue, and I just mentioned him as a, uh, he's just a wrong person, but I think he, oh, yeah. he represents a lot of wrong people. Yeah, I'll do my dad after because it's the same yeah um oh yeah your dad sounds terrible (laughs) anyway um but my dad's fun too um but he he has no voice modulation merry christmas oh jesus everything you say makes me cry anyway but he was (laughs) yours is just a mean drug Anyway, they're all fun. Dads, dad. Just going our next podcast, dads. Um, uh, so what my dad said, which is is not having an understanding of what the problem is or what a solution could be, I was like, because uh, he said, the, when it came to healthcare and that the you know that it, we should have universal healthcare, he's like, so the government's supposed to pay if you're sick. Right. That's on the government. Right. And I was like, if the government paid, a pill wouldn't cost a hundred dollars. Right. Like what's wrong? Like, and yeah, but, but there, we, we've been brainwashed to think the government, particularly in small towns in places like Texas, the government is bad. Like the government is yeah. the big evil. And so they, you don't want any government. You want government and everything. Yeah. Government fucks everything As up. As opposed to pharmaceutical companies who right. are your friends. Awesome. Yeah. No, they're, they're the best. amazing. That's why I call pharmaceutical companies my bros. Yeah. Right. That's why we all get to vote for people who are on the boards of pharmaceutical companies, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so my yeah. my dad, the uh, uh, he had stomach cancer, and he <laughs> oh that was <laughs> and he survived, uh, and then he and then I see him, and he uh, he comes up to me and he goes, "Oh, you you are arguing for socialized medicine," and I'm like, "You you have Medicare, you're." Yeah. You're alive because right. you have Medicare. And he goes, I paid into that. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is happening right now. He goes, you, we shouldn't have had to. And I go, I go, yeah, but you'd be dead. Yeah. And he doesn't want socialized medicine, but he gets to have his Medicare because he paid into it, but he wants no one else to, it's, you just look at them and you go, I don't know what you're no. talking about. Like Me, it doesn't even. My dad goes on a parade of doctors every week because he, he had a lot of issues last year, but it's, he worked for city hall and my mom was a teacher and so they both had sound government plans yeah. for insurance and retirement, but it's like, and and a lot of people that I used to see, uh, you know, on social media who, from my town would be like, you know, you should just get a job if you need, and it's like, it's not just any job. Like, so I can't do my job because I have to get it, I have to be a teacher so I can have health, like that's what, they don't have a sense that like, that's what universal healthcare would be. 
as if we all had jobs where you work for the right. guy. Like, even if you're doing some, even if you own a small business or whatever, like, there's no sense of that. And, and imagine, like, you from Australia, how you were saying, like, it's weird to us that it's a separate thing. Like, imagine if it were, and you were, you had the chore of explaining to people how good it would be, and they're just like, no. No, like it, it's maddening. It's it's, ins- well, it's insane. I- that's the thing. Like in Australia, we had this we, our version of a Trump. We had a little Trump moment. Uh-huh. It's a guy called Tony Abbott, and mm-hmm. um, I was there when I was there. Yeah. He ate an onion like an apple. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I I heard. I keep up with you guys. Yeah, and it, it and he went. Away, well, he hasn't quite gone away, but he's gone away enough that uh-huh. like you know it, yeah. it, it's kind of passed at least a little bit. But uh-huh. um. The problem, he tried to attack our Medicare system. Like, he really was going to, like, you know, bring in some extra charges for seeing a doctor and all these sort of things. Mm-hmm. And even people on his side of politics in Australia just go, uh, no. Yeah. Like, I mean, the hospitals in Australia aren't perfect and there's still, like, you know, long waiting lists for, you know, blood sure. surgery and all these sort of things, you know, and there's still a private healthcare system and people get preferential treatment and all those sort of things. Mm-hmm. But the idea that you would take away basic healthcare from all people yeah. it's just a crazy idea once you've had it yeah. you're like oh no well, this that's, is, this that's is our, exactly and I feel like that this was this is our most Obama's basic plan. of no. all rights oh no okay like, like yeah. as humans when you've got healthcare you're like oh no 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 this is the one you can't take yeah because yeah. we're all going to get sick at some stage so you, and you fall down for a sometimes. lot of us it's not our fault yeah like I mean yeah sure there are diseases that you, you know lifestyle to, but who the fuck like we all have different lifestyles and different ways we, but we have Sometimes people just get sick. A baby, you shouldn't, because your baby like comes out and yeah. needs like hundreds of thousands of dollars of medical tests yeah. or whatever. You shouldn't have to be burdened no, with it, that because you decided to have a baby. Yeah, it's it's barbaric. And a couple of years ago, my like I I have really good insurance through the the Writers Guild because I'm very successful. Congratulations. No, we, both, we both right now have good insurance. But, mine yeah, mine it, will be up soon, and I'm gonna die. My me, insurance. Me too. <laughs> My insurance in this company We'll is share a, a box of band-aids. Yeah. My insurance Dave, is a plane ride back to have... Australia. That's my insurance. No, for sure. Um, yeah, so I... But it, so a couple of years ago... If I'm ever sick here, please don't call an ambulance. Call Qantas. No, no it's me true. To the airport, it's just, it's true. There's, there's an ambulance plane leaving yeah. America there's plenty, every day. Yeah, there's plenty of people that are like, you can't call an ambulance. Like, yeah. I would be broke. So, oh, no, there's people bleeding, driving to the hospital because yeah. they're like, I can't call an ambulance. That's $900. And I, and I told my dad... Like, this is when I had that conversation with my dad because a couple of years ago, um, I got a job in Chicago and I went on a Thursday, and on Friday my stomach hurt, and on Saturday it still hurt, and on Sunday my friend Karen, name dropping, um, Karen, <laughs> talks about murder. No big deal. Anyway, but she said, it could be your appendix. And my appendix, through no fault of my own, yeah. was tearing apart. Oh, they're not supposed to do that. No, that's what they do sometimes. Certainly. And the other thing is, if anyone's to blame, if you believe in this sort of thing, Karen, God, Oh yeah, because no, for right. sure. literally God. not. I thought for sure it was literally Karen. not even something you need in your body. Either way, I blame yeah. Rosie O'Donnell because yeah. that's who we were working. Yeah. yeah, no, it was. Uh, it would have cost thirty-two thousand dollars. Is the end of that story of the bills that came? <laughs> yeah, the thank you. That's if we could only. If this were a podcast and we could see your your face, <laughs> oh that's the most. Ama- you're still doing the slow burn. <laughs> the most amazing take I've ever seen. But when I got the bills, you know, I paid 
I, you know, 700 or a thousand or whatever I did with my, whatever my, yes. Cause I've, I've really good insurance. And so, but I was telling my dad, I was like, my appendix burst, it would have cost $32,000. I would have been upside down for years, you know, like, and let's say I, let's say I don't have a, a fancy writing job or whatever. Like, so not only not insurance, but not a bunch of money coming, like, how does a normal person sit like on a Thursday you have a stomach ache and then then the, by the next Thursday you're in debt thirty two thousand dollars, like that's the country we live in. Like it's in, it's insane. And, and even though Obamacare exists, it's still it's still bad because twenty nine million people don't have insurance. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, there are there was this loophole where if you're a family of four, they fucked up some of the language and it passed and it somehow raised insurance for that that group of people and republicans won't fix it so now it's just fucking you know this certain type of household so it's just it's just a it's a fucked up plan and i'm sorry but they had the chance to do single payer and they fucking didn't oh no we couldn't get one guy to fuck you that's bullshit they could have fucking strong-armed anybody to get him to do it they don't want it obama's whole plan was to keep the private industry in charge of fucking healthcare. And um, it was never going to work. Number one, cause it's too complicated. It's, it's so easy to vilify it because it's a complicated mess. You can't explain Obamacare to someone in a simple sentence. Single yeah. payer is single payer. Right. You pay the government, I they mean, pay for everything. The problem that, I mean, obviously the major reason that nobody wants to fix it with a single payer is that it's also, in, I mean, healthcare is incredibly expensive. Like yes. it's, and it's getting more and more expensive. Yes. The, the, yeah, the more and more advanced technology gets and all these sort of things. So every country around the world is at the moment going, how do we keep paying for healthcare of increasing yeah. populations mm. and increasing you know, costs of these sort of things. Mm-hmm. So I get that idea of like them saying, you know, fuck, if we are actually going to fix this, fix this. Yeah. Like like most of the major problems in our society, if you're actually going to fix, fix them, it's going to be some fucking hard work oh and my some gosh. big sacrifices to yeah. get it done. Yeah. And that's what... And nobody wants to do any of no, those things. Well, <laughs> that's what's so... Can't we just patch it up? That's what's so We'll just so patch it up a bit. Sad. We'll patch it up. Yeah, but that's why... We'll put why, a like... sheet over the window. We don't need you curtains. Yeah. <laughs> and all the... And all the again the dominant voices in the chatter are just going you're wrong no you're wrong no you're wrong i'm saying it in a cuter way while well, i'm saying it in a stronger way it's just this it's yeah it's maddening you know when when i when people say how obama really tried i always think so there was a senator from north dakota and his whole life all he wanted to do was to make medication cheaper particularly for the elderly like that was his cause and i he's a senator and he's in there with Obamacare is being passed. And on the last day, he slips in an amendment that's going to lower drug prices for everybody. It's just going to f- completely lower drug prices. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And Obama sends out... I thought you were honestly about to say, on the last day, he slips in the shower. And it was, <laughs> and it was his vote that they needed. To, like, I was like, oh, no, okay. He slips in an amendment. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I just was like... So this. he's laying on the floor and he's bleeding. <laughs> uh-huh. And then what did Obama do? <laughs> but Obama sends his guys over from the White House while they're voting on the floor. Yeah to talk the Democrats out of voting for this thing. And they all one by one step back and don't vote for this bill that would have lowered drug costs for everybody. And then that guy quit the Senate. So why would, why would, tell me. Mic drop. Dave has a gavel. (laughs) (laughs) 
Tell me why. Well, firstly, uh, we would all love to see you on the Supreme Court. Yes. <laughs> so, Judge Dave. Uh, why would it be in the best interests of Obama to not want medical prices to be lowered? I don't the, understand. Because the Democrats get tons of money yep. from pharmaceutical companies. They're the number yeah. one group that takes money from pharmaceutical companies. So it's just about money. So they lose that money supply. Yeah, no, that, no, I mean that explains. Does Australia it. not know? <laughs> does Australia not know how awesome money is, and it's all you should work for? Yeah. What's wrong I mean, with you? At the end of the day, every single problem goes back to money. All of this shit goes I mean, back to that money. That sounds like something a socialist would say. But, but Fox News and all that shit. Like, if you can't fucking give our 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 legislators money then it all fucking ends the gun shit ends it all fucking it ends overnight it just now that none of that's fucking happening that was so there was that little clip that went around of the fox one of the fox you know sort of morning shows talking about the insurance thing and they were saying so what we've got now is that uh uh well people you know healthy people are paying for the sick people and you're like Oh, so you have little, so little understanding of A, how insurance works, but B, how a society is meant to work. Right. Like, this is the whole idea right. of, like, a society is that, yeah, that's, that's yeah. That, that, that is. That's literally what well, it is. Well, we're not a society. We're supposed, yeah. Yeah, but they would have driven to that studio on a road. You know, they would have, like, you know, yeah, gone they, to school. They would have, like, I mean, yeah. they, they haven't got what they have got No, but without, there's not, that's the argument right. that comes out all the time is like, well, I don't, I don't like this. I shouldn't have to pay for it. And right. it's like, you're, we're not an a la carte. Right. We're not ordering at a restaurant. We're, so, yes. Like, yes. I, I didn't, you had a, your drink was $7 <laughs> yeah. and I didn't have, I just had water. So I'm, we shouldn't split this evenly. All right, dick, nobody wants to eat with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the town next to mine has uh, their own school district, and, and it's it's small, so it's really hard to pull off. But when they decided to split away, the town decided they didn't want to. The Republican, super Republican town, they decided they didn't want to vote for. They didn't want to pay for it, so they split off. And now, if you live there, you have to pay like like something like 400 bucks a quarter to send your kid to elementary school. Oh. So you live in this town, you're paying just cash to send your kid to school because they just were like, I don't, why would I pay for a school? Well, because then your kids aren't fucking morons. Like, and they're like, yeah, but I'm old. I don't have kids. Well then you live in a city without fucking idiot. Like, right. It's just like, you know know how you keep complaining about young people being idiots. (laughs) (laughs) You know how that's like your number one thing that you talk about all the time. Well, here's a solution. Here's a workaround on that. Certainly also, you're not fucking paying for it. Like this idea that somehow most of the people who were complaining about this, because the way the tax, like you're not paying for it. You're paying for such a small percentage of it. If everybody just pays for it, it's not like you're paying for like that guy's $60,000 operation or blah, blah, blah. You're paying the smallest percentage of that and everybody's paying a small percentage and that's how it works. Yeah. But America is just no. It's not. So, it's not. It's I, not what we've been. I would, but I no, always wonder. I mean, Americans that. treat it like every, everyone's on a list, and one day you'll get the call, and it's like, well, yeah. it turns out now that we have socialized medicine, you have to pay seventy thousand dollars for that kid's appendix. <laughs> Larry, it's on you. Whoa, Larry, what do you mean? No, it's your turn. Your name came up. That's no, what socialized medicine, you no, guys. No, that's what it is. Not the phone call. It's basically a batting order. Right. A really long one. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I always wonder if this because we have this just just this lack of understanding of what taxes are and this rage against taxes. 
but that's how we were founded, right? Like we got mad at the taxes that we that built, the Br- we British boats. were making us pay, and we threw the fucking tea into the water and did the whole fucking thing, and we've never given up on the I fact. Mean, that, and taxes, I'm sorry, but what you get from taxes is fucking awesome. Like I've been to other countries. Not in this country, but I've been to other countries and I'm like, this is fucking great. You guys are doing great because everybody's pitching in. Well, there's also the the rhetoric that I hear on the right and it's not that it's not on the left or whatever, but the, the way it has landed on me from the right of just that like the left wants big government and government doesn't know how to use money. So there's this there is this like taxes are bad. You should be able to keep your money. The government wants to take it, but you're all going to win the lottery tomorrow and be rich. Like, there's a weird promise to poor people from the right that, like, when you're rich, you'll wish, you know, this. And they're like, yeah, I yeah. will be when rich and wish, I have my... You'll wish you didn't have to buy time. Yeah, you'll, wi- you'll wish yeah. nobody came after your... Oh, and, and also the rhetoric of, like, so you punish people but who make a lot of money by taxing them. And it's, so it's, it's seen as punishment, yeah, why I should, guess. Why should they have to pay... It's seen as Why should they have to pay more money just because they're rich? Well, well, because they're rich. Because why? Yeah. And also they made that money from society. Well, fuck you, commie. This was a bad conversation. Yeah. But that's how they all go. But it is, it, it, it was labeled and a lot of people buy into it of the, like, it's punishment. And it's like, no, it's still just a percentage of what you, you know, if right. we're all pitching into the middle, then some people can pitch in more. If you make $500 a week, you, your percentage is maybe the same, but you're putting in less in the middle than someone who makes $5 million and, a month or whatever. And by the way, the next thing the Republicans are going to try to do is a huge tax break for the rich. That's their next big agenda. Yeah, because that's their friends. But I, I've even seen things of, aren't legislators talking now about a f- like a ton of their time is spent on the phone with yes. donors. Yes, that's like all they Like they're do. not even getting to no, work they, anymore. They hate the system, but they keep working in it and all they have to do is go to go to fundraisers and, and I mean, they spend hours on the day making calls to try to get 2000 bucks from some asshole. And it's like, just fucking vote money out of fucking politics. Well, that's part of it. They're the, just the fancy that, panhandlers. The fact that you're, <laughs> you heard me, you heard me. They're just panhandlers in suits. Hey, we'll, hobo. We'll pass legislation for money. Let's could somebody get me on funny or die immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have something to act out. I call Polly Shore. <laughs> she gets it. I, so she gets it. She gets it. <laughs> he said it. All right. Uh, well, we, we, I think we've solved everything, so we can finish oh, up. Oh, everything uh, seems so sad. Yeah, uh, uh, Dave. I'm sorry, I'm uh, sorry, I made you sad. Dave, no, it's well, we're just the truth. You didn't do it, Dave. I mean, you've benefited from the system, obviously, as a white man. But oh, totally. I mean, white. I mean, that's one of the the, the conversations that we've got to have is that idea that. You know, it's as a white man, it's one of those things where you're just like the way this system is set up. It's like the white supremacy of the white man. It's one of those things where I'm appalled by it, but probably will benefit from it. You know, in a, if I wasn't like, white, I would I would have been in jail at least twice, straight up. Just I would have been put in prison as opposed to don't do that. How many times for you, Laura? If you um, if you weren't a white straight man, I, I can. <laughs> And then one in, in particular. Yeah. Yeah, at um, least a couple for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, we just live a different life and it's pretty fucking easy. And we're all, we're all on some level prejudiced and, and have 
you know, there's a there's a, a streak of, but we are we have a streak of misogyny and prejudice, and because we're just white guys that live in this fucking really simple, easy world that that we can't comprehend how it's any other way. And when you really start thinking about stuff, like I I was like, because this all this stuff with Trump, I'm like, well, how how mis like how misogynist am I? Like, there's a level of, and I had this weird thing where I I can understand how women can be religious, like super religious. But when, when it comes to a man, I don't understand how a man can be super religious. And that's such like a deep ingrained sort right. of, that's just being a fucking white guy who's had this simple upbringing, but it's just, it's just this weird thing that's in me. Like I can't understand. Yeah. I can understand how a woman can be, mm. and I can't, we, but that's just like a weird, how do you feel about Cause we like stories. I don't, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I'm a man. I don't understand how a man can be religious, but I don't know what it huh. is. And I'm like, yeah, well, I get, I get how a woman can be religious. Is it the boobs? But it, I, can't, I can't rationalize it, and I can't, I can't I understand. Yeah, I think their pussies make them super <laughs> <Believers>? into God. <laughs> no, it's... But I was talking to a friend of mine about how we're just these... Because we literally have a God-shaped hole. We, we just guys <laughs> In have, our pants? Guys have dicks. <laughs> Wait, and that doesn't what? fit like you it doesn't fit into like a Christ situation. Quit making that motion with your hands. <laughs> and when I and when I and when I do this one, and when I do this there's no way it looks like And then like it's that. like oh I don't believe in God. <laughs> okay. Well that's a real great way to end this. <laughs> to be continued. No, but there's that just there's it. just things that you <laughs> But there's just things you think about. You're like, yeah, I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking white guy, and I have, I have, you just have a different way of of experiencing the world, and so you have, you even if you don't even know you have prejudices, if you still write, start fucking thinking about shit, like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why do I think that? Hmm. The end. Uh, Laura House, where people get, where can people find you in the world and on I'm the Laura internet? I'm Laura House and, on uh, Twitter. Uh, You're on Twitter. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not on there. Also, uh, your podcast. Will you? Med will you? Will you med with me? With me, it's which med? I have been on yeah. previously. Meditate. Will you med with me? Come do it. Do I meditate with you? Because then that's yeah. just us being quiet. No, you do. Yeah, no, but, but we talk about stress and meditation stuff, and you have some history with meditation, so I it would do. be extra interesting. I started it, and then we. Oh, okay. And, and then, then we. <laughs> then we. Oh, that's very interesting. I would love to get the guy who started also, meditation. Uh, I you also. Uh, you didn't hear that episode of the dollop? I when they discovered that Dave was the guy who I invented am, meditation, and I invented chocolate. I also won uh, best meditator. Ooh. Oh, yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. No, but then we. We, we do meditate and and uh, I leave it running so people can meditate yeah. with us. What like about like people who do? Maybe there's somebody out there who's like, I don't know, could I do? Ooh, Dave Anthony, I'd meditate with him, and I bring it right to him. What about if you meditate and then have a fist fight? We can do that. It hasn't happened yet, but I think it could be. It's entertaining for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's probably <laughs> probably an off-air conversation. Uh, Dave, <laughs> oh, Will, is Will still here? Dave, uh, the dollop is your podcast. You are coming down under to do shows. Does God go into the pussy? You know what? Uh, yeah, but if you're going to phrase it like that, it sounds weird. Uh, the dollop <laughs> is going down under. <laughs> Which is what God calls it, actually, when he. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, when he goes in. Yeah, he calls it the dollop down under. Uh, That's it. <laughs> 
Because I'm going down under, yeah. Um, that makes sense. So um, you've got heaps of shows on We're sale. going in October, yeah. Uh, be, many uh, of them are already sold out, though. Many of them, but we, you know, Perth, you could buy some tickets. Uh, Auckland, you could seriously buy some tickets. And then the Gold Coast, you could buy some tickets. Whose idea was that? I didn't know it was so close. I mean, I wouldn't Brisbane. Have, yeah. I, I, I brought it up, and, and then they're like, okay, we can do it. And then I looked at the map. I was like, why... I thought it was farther away. Gold Coast is also the place that about seven years ago, I was doing a night of my tour there. And I just was like, you know what? I've really enjoyed this tour every other night. But I just don't think the Gold Coast audience is my audience. Like, you know, I never really had great gigs there. And then I never did a gig there for seven years. And then earlier this year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to the Gold Coast. And they hated me. <laughs> Still hated me after all these years. I, so I love a story with no twist. Uh, <laughs> that's great. What a good story. Uh, it starts out one yeah, way, consistent. Yeah. yeah. I just still still no. not my crowd, it turns out. Yeah, no, out. they sound terrible. Yeah, well, have like, a good time, Dave. <laughs> yeah. uh, They'll like you so and Gary. I, yeah, so we're doing that. That'll be good. And then uh, and then my album Hothead is finally coming out on September fifteenth. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, worldwide? Is it coming out in Australia at the same time? It's coming out everywhere. And then okay. the, the poor people who did the Kickstarter will get it uh, soon. Okay. Before, nice. before well, it comes out. Is that the one I saw at Nerdist? Is it coming uh, out on... Yeah. I'm is big, it coming I'm out big on fan. iTunes? Yeah, it'll be on everything. Okay. So the thing about... Well, this, it's worth mentioning this, though. Because if you are going to buy the album, right, isn't it worth... Because the iTunes charts, if you've got a comedy album out, you can do well on them if everyone kind of buys the album at the same time. Yeah. So there is um, some value... In like if you are out there and you're thinking about buying Dave's album of like finding out exactly when it comes out and like on the day or in the couple of days afterwards, buying the album then because if it's up the top of the comedy right. charts, like when it's initially released, it gets a lot more promotion and people can see it and all those and sort of things. If you leave a review, that helps too. Do those things. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Leave a review see, even without listening to it. Yeah, community. That's community that's in right. action. Lifting people each other. No, it's Lifting really each good. other up, you know, not yeah. tearing each other apart. I like it. Let's fist fight. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I'm with her. Let's fight. You guys get it. <laughs>